morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and shine, Googans, go time on a Tuesday morning. It's Gatlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. It is 2024. Happy New Year to you and yours, E.T. Good morning. Yo. How we doing? Good. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, we're ready for 2024. Oh, I'm in now. Jaguars look like they kind of transitioned back into somewhat of the football team we saw earlier this year. We'll get to that, obviously, as we move through this morning. Including a little bonus breakfast with Pacelli, day late, never a dollar short, as it comes down to pretty simple math for uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and what is coming up this weekend. But we will start at the top, um, and, and that is the college football semis last night to the undefeateds go the spoils. And you may have wondered about that zero in the right hand column for both Michigan and Washington, <clears throat> but both proved. And what a terrific! Afternoon, evening of college football, man. I mean, two heavyweight matchups that went back and forth. They were good, dramatic, exciting games the whole way. Each had had tipping points. That was fantastic. Just a just a fantastic, uh, fantastic. Le- I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like how they treated each team like they just won the national title after they won their semis. That was weird, man. Like, you see that in college basketball when you have the four regions and you win your region to go to the Final Four? Like, that makes more sense to see them celebrate, hang the nets. But to win each semifinal and to put the the, the podium and, and the stage and the confetti, it was weird, no? No, I agree. It, it, is it all, maybe it's always been like that. I hadn't paid attention. I noticed, especially last night, because here we are. I got to get back bright and early, or at least early, for work the next day. And and they're they're holding up the Texas start time for you know to to honor Michigan apparently as the national champs. So I thought that was a little much for me. I, I listen. I thought Alabama would win. I credit Michigan down seven late, made the plays gutsy, gutsy call on a fourth and two. Still about three and a half minutes to go. Michigan in their own territory. And Jim Harbaugh faced with fourth and two. Said, look, we got to win this game right now or we're not going to. And they ended up converting. Ended up continuing the drive. Got a big break on a tipped pass that ended up in the receiver's hands anyway. Finished it off with some nifty play calling inside the five. And after an extra point, the game was tied. I was surprised that Michigan, look, Michigan's lines of scrimmage did not hold up against Georgia a couple of years ago. They were riddled defensively by TCU in that really just terrible loss for the program a year ago. But that line more than held up. Both lines of scrimmage more than held up against Alabama. That surprised me. I thought Bama's big boys on the interior would kind of win the Big Ten part of this matchup, and then the speed at the skill positions would win the SEC part of this matchup. And I really thought Alabama would win it all. Ultimately didn't play out that way. Uh, bemoaning some late game calls if you're Bama. Here's a little Shazam right off the bat, by the way. Uh, shout out Murray Ford Superstores. 
This is the first time since Nick Saban went to Alabama that he's gone three years without winning a natty. Shazam! <laughs> is that sick? It's And by the way, he was in the playoffs this year and, what, lost the title game to Georgia two years ago. First time that Alabama under Nick Saban has gone three years, a whopping three years without winning a natty. So many storylines. So, so so much talent on the field. Well, they did it again, by the way. They gave the Heisman to the wrong dude. They gave it to the wrong dude. That cat at, at Washington is the Heisman winner. Didn't give him near enough respect. Penix. Penix is the Heisman winner. Not Jaden. I'll skip the bowl game, Daniels. He's not the Heisman winner. Running around making plays for a 9-3 and three football team. My man Penix out there at Washington, by the way. That's you, Dub. Last time Washington was, you know, relevant as a national title hopeful. Penix Jr. transferred out there from Indiana and just continued with this phenomenal season. And he's the high, he's the most valuable player in college football. Heisman Motors got it wrong again. And I'll tell my guy when he gets in, he won't agree. <laughs> nah, stop giving it to these video game numbers for dudes on teams that aren't winning. It just doesn't carry the same pressure, right? The plays you're making, if you're Michael Penix Jr., are a lot more pressure-packed and successful than any play Jaden Daniels was asked to make all year. And in the two biggest games of the year, against what ultimately proved to be playoff-caliber teams, FSU and Bama, they lost. I know Daniels put up a lot of numbers against Bama. Okay. I digress. That's an old storyline, but I, I think Michael Penix Jr. claimed the role as the best player in college football last night because Washington is in the final. You ready for this? They've been an underdog like four times this year. Four times this year. Remember Washington went to Oregon State late in the year and they were an underdog? Remember that? And they had their moments of struggle. I will be pulling for Washington over Michigan so much. I just can't root for that Jim Harbaugh. Whatever. I respect what they did, man. They, 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 you know, there was a time this year on the program, if we go back, where I said, you know, the best, I think the best team is, I think it's Michigan. Uh-huh. Right? I said that even when Georgia was winning and undefeated, I wish I had really stuck by my guns and double and triple down on Michigan because they haven't wavered. You know, they haven't shown a lot of weakness. You could question the schedule. You could question a couple of late game outcomes. That was for every team, including the undefeated that didn't get in Florida State. Oof, more on them in a second. Well, Michigan's very good. I think they'll beat Washington, but I will be rooting for Washington in a real contrast styles, man. Washington wants to, to get you in a track meet and go over the top and throw the ball. And Michigan wants to play defense and run it, man. Shout out Jake Guinera. Yeah, and they can do both. They can do both. They can run it, right? And they can play defense. Alabama learned that last night. Boy, I saw a breakdown of that fight. If you missed it, the game went into overtime. Michigan nutted up. They had a last, you know, two-minute drive. They scored the game-tying touchdown, included a fourth-down conversion, included a deflected pass. Uh, they go to OT. Michigan gets the ball first. Like, nothing. They go in. Two plays are in. Blake Corm had a nice, long 20-something-yard run. Bama gets it back. They make a couple plays, and suddenly the game's on the line, fourth down from the three-yard line, right? And if you look at the play, it looks like they snapped it to the quarterback, and he just ran it into Operation Butt Crack, man. He just ran it into traffic in the middle of the line, got no yards, game stuff. 
buddy, they were breaking down that play on uh, on on one of these uh, platforms, and I saw that play was wide open for a touchdown. Yeah, they just went through the. He's got to go. He's got to follow his tackle. He had a guard that was pulling around the left side, set a run up the middle. If he follows his guard, it is wide open. There's no one near him. So. Had a low snap. I think that threw him off, got him off track, tried to barrel up the middle. There was nowhere to go. That dude Graham from Michigan looks like he's going to play a big player in the NFL. 55. Well, I've seen him run around a lot these last few weeks of, of games that matter for uh, Michigan. It'll be Michigan-Washington, man. You know, we talk about the SEC and their presence right in college football and and you almost look at the future of these leagues and we were forecasting another quote-unquote SEC title matchup perhaps with Alabama and Texas but no be a couple of big tenors a couple from the big 10 Washington meanwhile in the late game held on to beat Texas I'll tell you one of the scariest positions in sports. I didn't realize this till really watching uh, watching Washington last night. Scariest position in sports is being a quarterback for Washington because they put those dudes on an island like over and over in the final minutes. I mean, Texas is taking shots at the end zone. They got their corners one on one with receivers. I couldn't believe it. What are we doing, man? Well, they answered. Texas hit a couple. They got down to the fifteen. They had four cracks from the fifteen yard line. Uh, couldn't get it in, and Washington hangs on. And again, Penix Jr., whatever. Don't give him the Heisman. Don't give him anything. He's the most valuable player in college football. It's not even close. He's got Washington in the championship game. Washington. And by the way, that's one of those teams, and maybe most of the dominant college football teams you can say that about, that if they didn't have that dude, they might be 7-5. and five. Interesting coaching matchup. More on the Washington's coach. You probably don't know anything about him. We'll do that as we move along. We'll welcome Hicken into the fray. Uh, meanwhile, FSU, I, I guess, look, <laughs> I'm not going to turn around now after the fact, right? Because we said FSU is 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 going to get just throttled by Georgia and then you know, the national media and social media is going to react about FSU and how undeserving they were, and you did all that complaining for this, and yada, yada, unaware that the Knowles are literally sitting out their whole team. So I will grant you the 66-3 to loss for sitting out your whole team. And that's, 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 you heard me. That's the number Georgia put on them. FSU fan, God bless you if you lasted past the first quarter. That was that was earmarked, and buddy, it went just as designed. Like Santa delivers on Christmas Eve, the dogs delivered exactly what we thought they would against FSU and the Orange Bowl. Um, look, FSU, all their top talent set out. I don't know what that says about your culture or about finishing a season. I said before, those FSU players did everything they were supposed to in real games, and the NCAA told them to take a hike. So, in a game that really doesn't matter other than for, you know, 20 minutes of perception, I had no problem with FSU's players sitting out. I really didn't. We kind of got what you, what, what you expected, but here here is where I would be just a little bit nervous if I'm an FSU fan. Because we've talked about this. This is a year where it all comes together for Florida State. They have a very veteran-laid unit. Those guys are all leaving. And we got a glimpse at what's sitting waiting behind them, didn't we? 
See, that's the part that scares me a little. We've been wary that FSU could have this undefeated season and fall back to a 7-5 and five type football team if you're not careful. Now, Mike Norvell has proven to be a master of the transfer portal. If you missed the quarterback news over the weekend, they got that uh, DJ Iogulele guy from uh, once Clemson, then Oregon State, and now on uh, to FSU. I, you know, in and of himself, he's not a big enough entity to – to keep things in line, but I, I, I'd worry a little bit because that's your two and your three deep, and they and, and granted, Georgia's the cream of the crop. I'm, you know, that's not NC State you're playing. But it would just make me a little bit nervous that we're just completely, completely uncompetitive. Missing, look, the most valuable, important players. I guess I just, I feel like if Georgia lost 20 guys and FSU was at full street, that would have been a game. I guess that's what I'm saying, and that could be, uh, misguided as well. Certainly, the, the the committee ended up with egg on their face. You know, they did. Because the one-loss teams lost, FSU should have gotten in, and we would have seen a very different FSU team at full strength, except for the quarterback, the important quarterback position, except for that. But FSU should have gotten in. That was proven because the two one-loss teams that you put in both lost. Argument over. You blew it. Would FSU have gotten beaten? Sure, most likely. But they could have played defense 2013 in that Alabama game, could they not? Isn't FSU's defense as good as those two defenses? I think it is. Would they have embarrassed themselves if they lost 20-10 to 10 with a backup quarterback? Maybe their defense scores. So, yeah, I, I think FSU fan, in a weird way, if you can forget the 66-3 was vindicated a little bit, the committee messed it up. They put a couple of one-loss teams in that weren't as good as a Power 5 undefeated team who didn't get their chance. And again, this argument can't be made very loudly this morning because of the way FSU performed, like, for most, unknowingly, without their entire um, without their entire lineup. All right, now let, let's, let's, let's shift our attention to the Jaguars. Plenty to talk about. It's really pretty simple, by the way. It's as simple as pie. First things first, hey, look, going into the game on Sunday, I had a conversation, you know, driving down with with, with the gang. I had it in 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 the press box talking to Dan. Ooh, not a good not a good week for the spins when it comes to my guy. That's sad. Uh we'll update you on those fronts with an S. Um it felt like a game going down. We learned Trevor would be out the day before kickoff. It felt like a game where they need to play defense and run the football. Isn't that what you felt like? Yep. All right, we got to go down there. This is a terrible team, the Panthers. Listen, I know there's goose egg leaving town. By the way, what about the Tepper tantrum? This dude's got to go, man. Somebody should have climbed up in the box and punched David Tepper in the face. Did you see what the owner of the Panthers did? No, I took a full it, drink and threw it on the Jags fans as he left. Oh, no. Yeah, he needs to get his ass beat. How about that? Duval ain't get on him? That's just so weak. Hey, NFL, you 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 suits. How about suspend your dude for a year? Huh? How about for a year? If an NFL player had gone over to the sidelines and taken a big cup of Gatorade and oh thrown gosh. it on a fan in the first row, what would have happened to him? This guy's a loser, man. David Tepper of the Panthers, the owner of the Panthers, is proof that rich people can be losers. This dude is a loser with a capital L. 
What a jerk. You big baby. If you can't stand the heat, stay out of the fire. I'm sure the Jags fans were peppering him. I'm sure they were. You big stinking rich baby. I'll save a little bit more of the opinion I have on him for Pest of the Day coming up. What a loser, dude. You're an NFL owner, and you're throwing drinks on fans. How old are you, loser? Hide behind all that money. No one can touch you. You won't get the proper punch in the face you deserve. Ian, I've talked about one of the Uh tenets of life, one of the problems with society. Too many of you men out there walk around, never been punched in the face. You don't understand consequences. (laughs) <laughs> Tickles me every time. Uh, the boy here has been punched in the face more, boy, than, more than once. Your boy done been hitting the snap <laughs> yeah, box. Uh, yeah, that's happened. At least I know. At least I know. But um, anyway, I digress. Never mind, David. The, the Tepper tantrum. He's he's not the point here. He's just a he's just a rich loser. What a jerk, man. I feel sorry for you, Panthers fans, for that idiot running your team. What a loser. I don't care what was said to him either. E. I'm not saying the Jack fan may not have, you know, up and down. Yeah, You're the owner, exactly, man. Yeah. You're in a box. Put your earplugs in, you 26 nothing loser. You Mr. Fire guys in the middle of the year, loser. You are so lucky to make your money, brah. I don't know how you made it because you're a loser, my man. Yeah, he threw, he threw his drink on the right person, I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of people that be the wrong person. And you know what? That poor so-and-so be sitting out in Duval County's finest. Wouldn't he? He would. He would. After, and, and Tepper, too, I'm going to say this, and this is mean-spirited. You're also ugly, dude. You're a damn billionaire. Go get your face fixed. You ugly. <laughs> More on that for the best of the day. <laughs> All right, let me come back and get into the, to the Jags angle on what they did this weekend. With some defense, some running, and a pretty simple setup uh, for the weekend that will come. And we should know exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's not complicated. And while I said before the game, we got to run and play defense, and that's exactly what they do, I still I don't feel like supremely confident that we're back on track. Do you feel me on that one, too? Is yeah, that I do, wrong? I do kind of feel you, man. Yeah, just little. I'm not saying it's overbearing. Ah, that doesn't matter. It does matter. The Titans, again, continue Operation Mail-In. They got hammered by the the Texans down in, in Houston. So, you know, they, I don't know if they can just get a mad on and bring it and, and beat the Jags. Not if the Jags play good mistake-free football. They were able to do that. But back into them, the playoff field is at set. Uh, that includes a look around the league. we got a football fix coming up this hour. Breakfast with Baselli on a Tuesday. And much more. It's a Callen Truck Accessories Tuesday. Uh, so you are locked and loaded with the industry leader for all your accessory needs. Car, truck, or van. It's car. It's a Callen Truck Accessories, downtown 2nd and Main, online, williamcallen.com. All right, it's a pretty simple path. Welcome back. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Big toys for big boys, so much more. Uh, there are still ways uh, for the Jaguars to make the playoffs outside of the simplest. Um, I'm trying to find the most uh, straightforward 
Path the least resistance. Yeah, I'm trying to find what I mean because there, there's a lot of different uh, scenarios. Yeah. It, look, if you beat uh, the Titans, you win the division. Period. End of story. You're the four seed. You beat the Titans, you're in. You've won the division. It's interesting. It's we talked all year about these two divisions, and lo and behold, by the end of things, they really have kind of emerged as the two worst divisions, haven't they? The AFC and NFC yeah. South. Look for a while because the Jags had a really good record, and the other two were. You know, also in contention, at one point there were three AFC South teams in the playoff field for projections, remember? At the end of the year, here we are, a bunch of eight and eight kind of teams trying to hold on and win divisions, aren't we? But it's the same exact thing in the NFC South. Like, over over in, in the AFC South, the Jags, the first place team, play the last place team. If they win, they win the division. If they lose, whoever wins that game between the other two is the division champ. Well, it's the same thing over in the NFC South. The Bucks play at the last place Panthers. If they lose, then the Saints-Falcons winner is going to win the division. And for Atlanta, that means they would win the division at 8-9. and nine. And they've just blown so many games this year, but uh, that's a whole other story. Anyway, forget that silly NFC South. Bucks really blew a golden opportunity this weekend at home, man. I, I, it, listen, bad football teams in divisions, they just refuse to win. It just, how did the Jack? I mean, what, what a pitiful performance at the Bucks, man. They deserved every bit of vitriol we gave them after that. That was just gross. I mean, the Bucks were terrible. They shut Mayfield and, and uh, the Saints did. Mayfield and Mike Evans down like it was nothing. Those dudes are still running routes and scoring on us. Anyway, you're the four seed. You would beat the Titans. Um, and and by the way, look, if they beat the Titans, we host the Browns. There it is. Don't have to wait for any other games on Sunday or this match or that, that match. The Browns have locked up the five seed. They can't be any higher. They can't be any lower. So the Jaguar, which, by the way, is that not kind of a break? The AFC's deep, man. I don't want Buffalo or Miami that loser, whoever loses that game. I, I don't I don't want I, I want the Browns. Yeah. If I gotta Not all of them I want the Browns. Yeah, if I gotta take my chance, bring, bring Joe Flacco and that team into our house and, and we'll got, see what happens. Yeah, they gotta show us one, man. So it pretty simple. The best best case scenario for us would put the Jags in a real similar position to a year ago, win a home playoff game, and then go try and take out the number one seed, in this case, the Baltimore Ravens, who are on a <laughs> roll, baby. That boy's on fire. Wow. The three-week stretch they've had. More on that in a football fix. So, anyway, the most simple ways win the division, but there are also ways to be a wild card. And not that convoluted. Oh. You ready? If the Jaguars lose this week, the winner of the division will be the Colts-Texans winner of that game in Indy. They're going to play that Saturday night, by the way, so we will know who the division winner would be if the Jags lose. But there, there are only a couple things to happen. If the Jags lose, if the Ravens beat the Steelers and the Raiders beat the Broncos, the Jags hit the wild card. Huh? Now, I don't I don't want that. If we go on the road, we're going to get hammerjacked by whoever we play. The two seed will beat the hell out of us if we lose this game, right? I mean, essentially the playoffs to start. If you can't go win at Tennessee, then I, I don't I don't care if you're a wild card. You're getting blistered when the postseason starts. 
You're not like on the rise. You're not the seven because you overcame anything. You've just stumbled, bumbled down the stretch. You would have lost five out of your last six, three straight on the road against mediocre teams. Whoever the two seed is, if you do slide in as a wild card, is going to hammer jack you. You, you just uh, practice. You just practice. Yeah, right. You're like a bowl practice team. Practice round. You're like a bowl team getting some extra practices in before spring. But... Now, the Ravens are already locked up to one seed. They're sitting Lamar. I'm sure the Steelers, will, with something to play for, will be playing. And the Raiders-Broncos game, I don't know. The Raiders, maybe. Maybe. Not far-fetched, I guess I'm saying, for the Jags to lose and then watch the Ravens beat the Steelers and the Raiders beat the Broncos, and you'd get in at 9-8. and eight. Uh, And you would play, you know, and again, against the two-seed, who is... Who? Somebody good. I guess it could be my. It'll be Miami or Buffalo. What about the Bills? Are going to go from nowhere to the two seed if they win in, in Miami? Remember we counted them boys. Yeah, out? I, we. I, I led that brigade until I got everyone on board, and then it mushed the whole thing, and they've turned around and gotten hot. And by the way, look at who they've beaten down the stretch: Dallas and 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 Kansas City, and that's some nice wins here. Uh, weren't exactly lighting up the scoreboard over the weekend, but but uh, got another win. And so, again, with the football fix, we'll set up some of those scenarios. But, yeah, uh, Jax can get in as a wild card if just the Ravens beat the Steelers and the Raiders beat the Broncos. There's another way to get in that involves ties. It's just, it's not happening. Um, So there it is. Simple as that. Win and you're in. You host a playoff game. We all get to host the Browns. You could very well win and go try and upset Lamar and the Ravens in Baltimore. Look, as good as Lamar and the Ravens have looked these last couple of weeks, you still, and this is probably not fair, but you still don't feel like it's the challenge of, say, going to Kansas City these last few years, do you? Or did they beat us convincingly enough here on Monday night that that this notion that we play, you know, Baltimore tough, we can get rid of that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they beat us pretty bad. Yeah, man. they do. They beat us really bad in that Monday nighter. But the uh, point is, there are options. Yeah. But again, the Ravens are going to sit their guys against Pittsburgh. I, I wouldn't count. I didn't look. Count on the, you know, again, the passive least resistance. And for this football team to prove what they are, they should not have a problem with the Titans, a team they blew out here in Jacksonville, a team that is terrible, that loses most every week. So it would be so egregious to go lose at Nashville. It would be a very unfitting into the year, or maybe fitting to the late season stretch, but unfitting to the, you know, I said this as we were walking into the stadium. This is what I felt like. Like Cleveland has for many years the factory of sadness, their stadium. You know what I I, I called our stadium? I used this line a bunch on Sunday. It was What's pretty that? good. This year, this, it's the stadium of broken promises. That's what it is this year, the Jack Stadium, the Stadium of Broken Promises. We were promised a lot more out of this football team. Oh, yeah. Whether it was week to week as the home team or just over the, all the course of the year and, and what uh, to expect. But, again, 26 nothing shutout. That's two shutouts this year, man. Jags only had nine in their history. Hopefully what the defense did this weekend is, a, is an accurate representation of what they can kind of repackage and rebottle coming down this stretch. First and foremost, it's your guy, Josh Allen. Three sacks for Allen on uh, Sunday. Two for Trayvon Walker. Another for Roy Robertson-Harris. That's six total. More on that in a second. But in the process, Josh Allen now making an, um, his name a part of Jags' legacy with the single season sack record. 
I mean, I'm blessed and highly favored by the man above, first and foremost. Uh, I got incredible teammates who who backed me up this whole season, you know, who witnessed me, you know, really high, really low, stayed with me, continued to be with me, and I continue to be with those guys as well. So, you know, I couldn't have done it by myself. Uh, man, shout out to Trey, too. Got nine sacks of the year so far, you know, almost getting double digits. So, you know, that's a testament of us just keep working and battling with each other. And uh, you still got one more left to go. We gotta keep going. Listen, I, I'm gonna say this about Trayvon Walker, right? It's not I, I see this happening already. It's not fair. Okay. We say, well, the pressures don't matter, sacks matter. Okay. Then you can't have a guy who gets nine sacks. You say, well, he's nine sacks, but he only got to the quarterback 12 times. You know what I'm saying? We said we want the sack numbers. Bro's got nine sacks. Nine. I don't care if it's the only play he makes a day. We have said. Sack numbers matter. Sacks are important. Not pressures or playing the run. Because I feel this like insinuation, well, he's got nine sacks, but he hadn't really been impactful. Well, nine times he has. Ain't a lot of Jags in history had nine sack seasons. Maybe he can get to double digits. Uh, Baselli and I are just going to crow today. We both made big sack prognostications in the preseason. I made the bet with Dan, so first things first, let's get that out of the way. Yeah, no bueno for... El Hickey. <laughs> yeah, no bueno. I was sitting up in the press box with, with Dan for the game. We went in with what? We had 33? 32 or 32. 32. We had yeah. 32. 35's a push. I mean, they had three by the middle of the second quarter. We're already dormy. Got a fourth, and I left. Then got two more or left the topic. <laughs> I got two more, so we're 38 way over with a game left to go. So, as... Properly predicted the Jags would beat last year's 35 sack total. They have now, obviously, I was dead right. They've blown it away. <laughs> man, we we sweated that thing all year, man. All year. And it was such a good bet. It stayed it right. Was. It stayed right on the, right? It's just stayed right in line with, you know, the projection of just being right on the over-under. And then they finally had, like we said, they got to have that one game. You get five or six, you're gold. And that's what happened. Uh, the other day. So, uh, but Baselli famously, and they ridiculed him for it, said that Trayvon and Josh Allen would combine for 22 to 25 sacks. They have what, 25 and a half now already with a game to go? So, yeah. I uh, Knowing Tony, I have a slight suspicion. I'm suspicious that he won't mention that when he joins us for breakfast with Baselli. And by mention, I mean spend a good solid four or five minutes telling us. Um, uh, Josh Allen puts the sack record to bed and immediate look, uh, immediately looks forward to the Jacksonville Jaguars' biggest rival, a heated, hated rival, a rival that we did did it to them last year, and they'll certainly be trying to do it to us this. You know, that goes down to the rivalry game. Uh, you say they're not playing for anything. I mean, they're playing for a lot. They're playing for pride. They're playing for themselves. They're playing for the checks. They're playing for everything. So for us, right, you know how rivalry games go. You know, you can be the best team, you can be the worst team, but rivalry games, the energy is going to be high. And so we have to we have to come prepared to play. Uh, no lackadaisical movement, no no going through the motions. We have to start Monday, know when we're going to play first and foremost, and get ready to prepare every single day. And if we can do that, you know, I, I can see the same outcome as this. But if we don't, we can get beat easily. Uh, Evan Ingram had another big day. 
an historic season for him, a hundred catch year as a tight end. There's only been like eight or nine tight ends in history that have caught a hundred. I think the overall record is one sixteen. That's both the Jaguars single season record by Jimmy Smith and the overall tight end record, which is held ironically by I believe Zach Ertz as an Eagle for Doug Peterson. So well, Dougie P, we told you you're gonna throw to those tight ends, man. We need to throw that thing to Evan 16. You know what we should times. do? We should have drafted like a really explosive tight end high in the draft, like oh. second or third round that could get us. Oh, wait, we did. We drafted a tight end, except for the explosive productive part. Yeah, this guy, Trent Balky, bro, he tried his damnedest to keep us from being a playoff team. He sure as heck he did. He tried hard to make us as mediocre and unimproved as possible. God bless Doug Peterson and the coaches over there. Trying to make chicken salad out of the chicken bleep that this dude has thrown together in the off seasons. Draft picks with freaking nothing. Free agents that don't matter. Team needs unaddressed. It's like this guy's gone rogue, man. Anyway. Uh, shout out Evan Ingram. Part of a terrific free agency class signed by Trent Baalke a year ago. It's like any GM. There's hits and misses, but. Boy, these draft picks and how pitiful they are. What a terrible job he's done of drafting. And now you know what's going to happen? We're going to forget about all these misses. Like, none of this year's draft class outside of Harrison really giving us much. All the other misses. And now, because Trayvon's going to end up with 10 sacks, it'll all be about I told you. You watch. You watch how these guys uh, posture. All right. um, Bottom line, Doug Peterson, what you got next Sunday? Coming down to week 18, I mean, that's just – I think our guys really thrive on these situations, and and that's okay. It's a great opportunity for our for our organization, for our franchise, for our players, for our owner. You know, to be in this situation, and you know, uh, we got to go. We got to go play another good football team on the road, and uh, we'll 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 enjoy this one obviously, and and prepare this uh, this week whenever we play. Uh, just so you understand, just what what the Tennessee Titans have been, you know, uh, not just this year. Uh, late in the year, it is. It's, it's an inex. It's. It's. Uh, I mean, I'll say it before. Walk home if you lose this one, boys. No plane. Shot. Pull the plane. Tell them they got a plane, trains, and automobiles. That thing. Put them on a bus if they lose. Okay. Inexcusable. Should we get there? The Titans have lost seven of their last nine. One of those wins, unbelievably, amazingly, it was at Miami. How they won that game, goodness knows. But the losses along the way, okay, in that 7 out of 9, they lost at Pittsburgh. They lost at Tampa 20-6. to We beat them by 20 here. They did beat the Carolina Panthers at home 17-10. Then they lost to the Colts at home in overtime. One at Miami. Lost to Houston in overtime. <sighs> You know, except for this game at Houston, they're playing good teams tougher, I guess. I mean, Indy and Houston lost to both those teams in overtime, so they played them. They beat Miami, and at home against Seattle, only lost by three on a late score. So, yeah, I guess I've kind of talked myself back into fearing them a little bit as we go up there this Sunday. Let's offer up a football fix when we return. You're listening to The Drill. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on 92.5 FM. All right, a couple things here. Before you say, yeah, uh, well, you shut out the Panthers. That's great. You know, the Carolina Panthers had the longest non-shutout streak in the NFL before Sunday. They had gone 342 games without being shut out. Then them boys came to Duval. Yeah, and I, so look, and I know they're no good. 
you know, they're no good. And they've had a lot of games this year where their offense has been poor, where they've scored between three and 13 points. But the fact is, they hadn't been shut out in, you know, since like 02. So we did what we were supposed to do. Yeah. You know what you're supposed to do? Uh, by the way, the longest shutout streak in college football, do you know who that, that belongs to? No. Now, there's an asterisk next to this because of, um, you know, Billy Coward's uh, bowl decision a year ago. I got to call Billy Napier Billy Coward for this one. But the Gators uh, still have the longest shutout streak um, active in the NCAA 448 games. The last time they were shut out, game I remember, poor Emmett Smith, October 29th, 1988. Uh, they lost to Auburn 16 nothing. That was a homecoming. I was at that game in games. It was a homecoming <laughs> game. I don't think Florida got past midfield. Auburn had that unbelievable defense with the Rocker Boys and some other dudes, and they were a really good team. I don't think Florida crossed midfield. Bad idea uh, scheduling, like, number three in the country, Auburn as your homecoming opponent. Uh, yeah. Doing it wrong in Gainesville for decades. Um, but right now, the Gators' active streak, 448 games. It's the longest in NCAA football. Did, you told me, like, didn't Emmett play okay in that game? Although they didn't that was a different one. That was a okay. game they lost 10-7. to That was a heartbreaker uh, at Auburn, and that was 89. Okay. Emmett's last year. But 88 was in Gainesville. And there was, like, Donald Douglas. They brought in Lex Smith. There was terrible, dude. Again, I don't think Florida passed midfield in the game. They lost 16 nothing. I'm not sure they, they crossed midfield. That sticks in my head for some reason. But the Gators' the longest streak at 448. Again, I got to say, I got to remind you, that's got a huge asterisk. You guys remember what happened, right? Why this streak exists? Because Billy Napier got his pants pulled down and spanked with a switch by Oregon State in the Vegas Bowl, losing 35 to nothing with no time left. Kicked some little bourgeois 40 yard field goal to get three. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know about these shutout streaks and how impressive they actually are. Especially in college. I mean, that was done for the sheer reason of continuing the shut the non-shutout streak. In the NFL, that doesn't happen. You know, they're just going to play it out. So, it uh, means a little bit more. Fire up the band. we got a football fix. Let me give you some of the news notes from around the National Football League. Uh, more, uh, by the way, from the Jags. The injury situation. Uh, Trevor, you know, obviously ruled out this weekend. They ran the football. They played defense. Uh, Bethard was just efficient. Managed the game just fine. I'd be shocked if Trevor doesn't play this week, but I guess no way to know for sure. They are monitoring. Doug Peterson did say yesterday he's feeling better. Not he, but Trevor. Lost Jamal Agnew for the year. Agnew gets hurt, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Well, a couple years in a row, man, and this, this, this one hurts down the stretch. But at the same time, uh, Peterson saying yesterday, you know, Christian Kirk could be back, which... Boy, that'd be way ahead of the schedule, we assumed. So maybe they're just throwing a little. Look, we got big issues with no Kirk and no Agnew and no Zay Jones. Big, big, big issues, man. We made one real splash play in the pass game on Sunday, didn't we? Who caught it, ladies and gentlemen? Was it Evan Ingram? It was Agnew. It was Agnew. The play that he broke his leg on. He got deep on that play. I mean, we, 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 yeah, we need these guys in there for sure. Continuing with a fo- uh, football fix. Uh, brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers. Orange Park and uh, uh, as well now in addition to Mandarin. I just don't see how the Dolphins can win. They just keep losing important guys. Now it's uh, Bradley Chubb, torn ACL. Remember they lost 
Then they lose Jalen Phillips, their, their yep. other rush in uh-huh. earlier in the year. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Mostert missed the game the other day, and the Ravens just beat the holy hell out of them. So, yeah, Dolphins Dolphins got, got some issues, man. They host Buffalo for the division crown this weekend. Mm-mm. Uh, listen, you'll see a lot of this this weekend. I bet you Lamar doesn't play. The Ravens will probably sit everyone. So as to that whole wild card scenario where the Jags would need Pittsburgh to lose if they do fall at Tennessee, again, this is in no way a either a prediction or a want. If we lose at Tennessee, I don't want to go to the playoffs. We suck. <laughs> but if they – Pittsburgh would have to lose to Baltimore. Baltimore's probably going to sit everybody. Now, look, Pittsburgh, they might beat them anyway. That Pittsburgh offense is so sketch. Maybe they beat them anyway. But you're going to see a lot of guys, stars on teams whose spot is secure. Like, if I'm the Browns, I'm not playing Joe Flacco. Heck no. I mean, my quarterback situation. Already scared. Yeah. But the 49ers aren't going to play McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey said he's got a calf tweak, so he'll get a couple of weeks rest. Lamar, according to John Harbaugh, unsure if he'll play. May as well give him a couple of weeks rest. Kenny Pickett's been cleared by the Steelers, but they're going to stick with Mason Rudolph. Dan Campbell and the Lions, by the way, also on a on a in a world that didn't include Carolina Panthers Tepper tantrum. Dan Campbell could be the could be the pest of the day. What an egregious dereliction of duty that dude went. What is up with these coaches treating? important regular season games like it's the last game of the preseason. Like they just want to go for two and decide it so they can get on the plane and get home. Does Dan Campbell not understand how the playoffs work? Seriously. What a meathead, man. What a total meathead. If you want to go for two at the end of the game from the two-yard line, I disagree with that. But if you want to go for two and win the game, okay. Once you get that penalty and you're at the seven-yard line, you just told them, never mind eating the kneecaps, never mind anything else, the the, the press conferences with a half a pound of dip in his mouth. This guy went ultimate total meathead with the call to go for two and give the game away against Dallas. The Detroit Lions, if they won that game the other day, would be the two seed as it turns out. And this dude gave it away without even trying. What a meathead. So scrap Detroit. I can't. I, I like Detroit. I would have rooted yeah. for him. I can't root for that decision making, man. <laughs> I have to root for that decision making to be punished and to to give away a game for gosh knows why. I, I can't do it, man. It could have been the two seed. Like there's this talk going around. It didn't matter where they were. Yes, it does. Yes, it did. And as it turns out, completely, they're the two if they win the game. You get home games, you play one game on the road to go to the Super Bowl. Not anymore. Oof. All right. Um, Rams are changing kickers. Suddenly you look up. The Rams clinched a playoff berth this weekend, by the way. They're going back to uh, Brett Maher, a kicker, because they're a guy that they replaced him with has been even worse. Uh, That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Rival Moore come your way next. We'll get hectic today. We'll have breakfast with Baselli. All locked and loaded for you on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio.
Oh yeah, we're doing karaoke a little bit, Dano. Where it began. Oh. I can't believe you know it. You know it! But then I know it's growing strong. Take it easy. It's my favorite part right okay, here. Okay, okay. Was in the spring. <laughs> yeah. A-H. Spring became the summer. Okay. A-H. Summer. so long. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Roll the windows Jags. It's Pat's cheese. Winning Jags. What they doing, there? Shut out, Carolina. Oh, yeah. Giving us a happy time. Everybody. Yes, sir. Got one more, though. You got got one? one more. Yeah. That, take I care don't... of biz. Such a strange feeling. It's like they did exactly what you knew they had to do. They needed to play defense and run the football. They were able to do both. They hit a splash play, at least in the run game. Yet I don't feel completely like no. I like, think they. It didn't feel like a like a get well game as much no. as they're acting like it was. That team that they played was terrible. Now look, they've had good moments, but and maybe the Jags made them look terrible. Uh, if they did, that's great. But I feel like if they play that way this weekend, they'll be fine. Yeah, no me too. turnovers. Yeah, yeah, me too. No penalties. Clean football. You'll look up at the end, and and I think you'll win the game. However, going forward, that's not going to be the case. If you go look at where, and again, hopefully Trevor comes back this week. It remains to be seen. I don't know if he will. Our one-to-one financial poll question, most likely to happen Sunday in Nashville. Trevor plays Jags win. Bethard plays Jags win. Trevor plays Jags lose. Bethard plays Jags lose. I think the top one's going to get, you know, 70 going to get the most votes. It's got 58 percent right now um Trevor plays Jags win and again I a week ago at this time Doug Peterson said the same thing Trevor's progressing nicely so I don't know the whole you know we don't know the shoulder's obviously different than the leg injuries we'll know more. yeah we'll know more like he'll say today or yeah. we're off today today's Tuesday yeah. I get confused uh tomorrow, so tomorrow hopefully we'll get some practice yeah. he'll say whether he, he may not practice if he doesn't practice but you know again we'll see I you tend to think he plays a reports that he would be available. Um, so it'll be Tennessee's a dicey opponent just from Very the standpoint. You know, it's they, a house of horrors. I've been there too yeah, many times, yeah. gotten kicked in the hoops. And, and, and they played, you know, they they overall they've been a bad team and they've lost some bad games, but they've also played the good teams, like the last five or six good teams outside of their past Trip to Houston. Trevor this has played very well against the Titans recently. Oh, good. Though, and so, so has Evan Ingram. He had that big game last year, a couple of them. I Jacksonville is a better football team, but if you don't think Vra- – I believe that Vrabel will have those guys ready. I believe it's Derrick Henry's swan song day in Tennessee that they're making – they're turning the page on him, so it's probably his last game as a Titan. Um, oof, they're going to try to yeah. see what he can do and one now, more they're time. They're not, they're, they're, they're not what they've been. No. I mean, they've got four or five wins for a reason, Correct. but they – 
You know, they beat Miami They're in the last home. month. It's and they, they, they lost in overtime. The last two times they played the Texans and the Colts, they lost in overtime both games. So they were in the game close. They <clears throat> they lost to Seattle by three in the last seconds. Those are all teams. Look, we are where we are. We're not some 12-4 and four behemoth. No. We're just a little p- piddling along 9-7 and seven football team. Yes. And we're going to know there. we get the Saturday night game is the other game. Houston Indy. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. If well, we it know. matters for them because whoever wins that game is in. Yeah, but I'm just saying it wouldn't. It, it doesn't affect the Jag. The Jags got to win either way because oh. one of those oh, teams absolutely. is winning. I mean, you'll know which one gets in if you choke. But it the Jags it have an outside shot you. at a wild card. Yeah. But it's, if they lose to Tennessee, they're gonna get killed by whoever they play in the wild card game. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, most I mean, likely. seriously, they, the last three road games would have been losses to pedestrian Cleveland. Yeah pedestrian Tampa Bay and bad Tennessee. So if they if they slide in as a wild card, you know, the bill, whoever the, the, two, the two is, is going to beat the hell out of them. We'll worry about all that. Um, Need to win, get week, in, because look. You got to win Sunday. It, well, it's also open up like this, Hick. And, and I know they lost to him a couple weeks ago, whatever. If you could pick a team to play, you'd pick the Browns. Every team in the AFC, if you were picking a team to play at home, that's the one you'd pick. Yeah, I guess. I don't I don't want the Bills. I don't want the Dolphins. No. I don't want the Chiefs. I don't want the, the 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 Ravens. I think the Dolphins and Chiefs right now are not playing as good as the Browns. Still don't want them. All right. Yeah. But, but the Browns are a facade right now, bro. They're doing it with mirrors. And when it I comes off, I don't it's going, agree with you. I yeah. think the Browns are, they got the okay. best defense in the NFL. Okay. The best defense in the right. NFL. And Flacco's playing good. Well, he, he played he's, he's great okay. the other night. Great game. Go back and watch. Yeah, he I did. A few I watched. Picks. He, he played a great game. He made some unbelievable throws. And with him, they it and Joku is like a different guy out there, and I, I you know, but they're all good. So point fair, you know. I I, I just I, I I don't know, man. I they got no Dolphins run. team. At, they 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 beat the Cowboys at home, and that's it. And they got injuries, and I think Buffalo is going to go down there and beat them. Yeah, I do too. Um, and that's going to drop Miami, and and but Cleveland's locked in at five. I mean, if we win, we play Cleveland. From what I understand, so, uh, but I don't think it's necessarily. And listen, uh, take care of business Sunday because you don't deserve it otherwise. But I'll continue to say, listen, we accomplished one thing on Sunday that is is important. We now have back to back winning seasons. That's a great thing. Yeah, we yeah, haven't had that since sure. 0304. Yeah. And and in some of your evaluation of the never ending evaluation of Trevor and his growth chart, let's not forget that while you're. Talking about this shortcoming or you wish this was better, he came to the worst franchise in the NFL. Right. And we could potentially be sitting here with back-to-back division titles and winning years. Right. Does it all – Rome's not built in a day. No. So, that that's – that's there's, there's a positive there. Now they've got to go win the South, and then they'd have back-to-back South titles, which, again, hadn't been done since the – 90s. 90s. I and want to so clarify the, something, too. Yes. I'm not saying Cleveland's bad. I'm just saying I'd rather have them than yeah, the others. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not so sure. Okay. I think Cleveland has the potential. I just, here's the thing. I think, again, if it works out like we think it'll work out, it would probably be Cleveland here. If you win that game, then you probably go to Baltimore. You do go to Baltimore. No problem. In all likelihood. Yeah. You are. the no, Well, there's no likelihood. If you win, you go to Baltimore. Well, unless... I guess the, you're right. Five right. or six could win. Yeah, so, so that there is another um, the, the Browns uh, have been a, and by a, the way, a good home ba- team. The, the game against Baltimore, I, 
If I'm not mistaken, it was like 10-7 late in the third. So, well, right? And we play them well. So, yeah, it got, it got away from them. I, I will, you know, just one other thing about Cleveland, should it come down to that. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got, what, five losses? Their, their record's 11-5. and five. They lost at Pittsburgh 26-22. They won at Indy by a point. They lost at Seattle by four. They lost at... Uh, it was 10-7 in the fourth quarter. They so. lost at Denver by 17. They lost at the Chargers by 17. They're much better at home, and that defense plays much better at home than on the road. But anyway. Yes, yeah. that's also true. So, I, you know, again... First things first. All teams play better at the Titans, home but us, the, the, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, versus, Miami, yeah. Miami went to Baltimore. And no, got, there's another one. Uh, the Chiefs play terrible at home. There's another yeah. one. Yeah. Terrible. They're yeah. like us. Yeah. So Chiefs it, and Jags are real similar right now. Yes. Yes. And but So we'll see. I mean, like I said, we got a game Sunday. It's Titans hate week. You know, we got to beat Tennessee. But I, I just know that we must be prepared to play because Tennessee is going to throw everything they got at us. They would like nothing better than to spoil our season. Motivation won't be a problem, I don't think. There are jobs to be won or lost up there in Nashville. They're not. Uh, they're in a rebuild, and so I think it's vitally important for this franchise to close with another win, be ten and seven, improve from last year, have a better record. And go to the playoffs and have a home playoff game where we can, you know, see what what they can do. And then once you get to the playoffs, I think one of the things that they did really well on Sunday is they stuck with the run. And they're not, they're no good at running the football. But ETN, if he, he he got one. He got an explosive play. We really had like two explosive plays the whole, whole game. We didn't have many. And Beathard kept everything. Beathard played a clean, smart Get the ball out, short passes. He took one deep shot. I think it was to Agnew. That was it. Football game. And again, you can do that against the bad teams. And so I think the Jags can do that again. I think the Jags, let me double check here, are are the least penalized team in the NFL. The who? The Jags? Yeah. Ooh, that doesn't usually uh, apply to a 9-7 and football team. So my point is that, when they take care of the football and they don't get the penalties, um, they're in pretty good, sh- pretty good shape. Let me see here. Is this 2023? Well, it's two-year. I don't want a two-year window. I want a one-year window. Here we go. NFL penalties. Games, plays, against count, against yards. I just want to see how many penalties. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati has 75, Vegas has 75, Atlanta has 76, Jacksonville has 77 penalties this year. 77. The Jets have 123. Wow. Dallas has 113, Seattle has 111. So, yeah, I mean, they, they've done well there. I mean, that's a credit to the coaching staff. I mean, we, so, again, if they take care of the ball, they don't get penalties, they're, they're in They'll be in good shape against the bad teams, and that's what you need to do uh, when you take on the Titans. You did what you had to do against Carolina. It was a good win. I love having Cam Robinson. It's so funny. Cam Robinson, uh, the, 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 the vibe on Cam Robinson has gone like 180 degrees. Man. Well, yeah, because they win when he plays. Yeah. They're now like 6-1 and one when he's starting. They're 7-1. Okay, actually. well, yeah, there yeah. you go. I mean, we can ask Tony about that. He, yeah. 
definitely has a spark. I don't. Cam think- doesn't like to talk because it's not because, but it's worked out that way. And 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 there is a little bit of attitude. Yeah, that he brings, and he it was think, on display. I had no problem with what he did. Now, normally, again, knowing the situation and the fact that we weren't going to lose the game, we were in good shape, it wasn't a big deal. And I think it was Brenton Strange who got shoved by Derek Brown, and, and Cam said, nah, you don't shove my guy. That's, that's a cheap shot. And he came back, and then helmets got pulled, and then he pulled the helmet and flung it. Well, Alabama-Auburn <laughs> rivalry there. <laughs> right? It goes back a ways. I, I then he got this. ejected. Now, again, if it's a if it's a 10-10 game and you do that, that's bad. That's you got to keep your composure. No, yeah, that was, yeah, it's fine But the to way the there. situation was, it was good to have a little nasty up yeah. front there. We got to have some of that. Yeah. We don't have that. Those boys don't play that way. We made a lot of changes on that offensive line for that game. You know, we they moved sat, guys. They Cam guys. came in. Walker sat. Uh, Ezra Cleveland sat, and Shatley played. And it's not like they were like tons better either. But they may uh, have been a little better. Maybe, maybe they. they How many sacks? Tell you Just what, one or a couple? Uh, there was like three. But, okay. And 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 that's a team that had twenty one. So uh, Brian Burns plays hard. I like him too. I I trade my first round pick for him right now. By the way, give me Brian Burns and yeah. get rid of my first round pick again. I got got hurt. I'm not sure if he came he back. Came or back not. in. Yeah, came dude. right back in. Yeah. He was in the next series. I was like, that's a tough guy because usually when they say, ah, oh, he's questionable to return, you'll never see him again. He's there two and thirteen. They absolutely stink. And I'm not, by the way, in watching that game, and I hadn't watched the Panthers much this year. I wouldn't put it all on Bryce Young. That poor kid's got no, no, no shot. No shot. He gets the ball, and those boys were on him. Like, boom. Right? Oh, uh, you're right, man. We had six of them things. Yeah, he ain't yeah. got a chance back there. Yeah. No shot. So, I'd wait and see. Although, they do have some, they throw everything short. And I guess they throw it short because they can't pass block. So, they got a lot of work Well, they to do. made our guy. I mean, they made us look like the fearsome foursome up there. I mean, we haven't had that much. I mean, because it, it wasn't just – like, we've had a lot of games we've bemoaned this as we yes. tracked the sack bet where the Jags get back there and a guy would escape and get away. There was none of that. It was like a collapse, man. Yeah. It was like a collapsible table. I yeah. mean, it, the Jags would get through the line and just woof, just overwhelm the dude. Yeah. So, the, it was uh, nice to see that. The uh, Even their owner with his little drink throw toss was uh, was silly. Um I don't, you know, I don't yeah, know. More on him with the pest of the day. That's coming. I don't know what's going to happen. But that, that dude's too ugly to be a billionaire. Get that face worked on, man. <laughs> He's that was that yeah, was what not, a loser that guy is. I, again, well, I'll I'll just hammer it down. I'll nail it down a little bit more with the pest of the day. But David Tepper should be suspended by the NFL if a player did that. He wouldn't play this week. Well, but that's that's let a fact. the billionaire get if on. A fan, it. If a fan did that to a player, correct, right? That guy. Now te- again, I don't. And Tepper's a loser too. He's like the worst. You're, you're the worst owner in the league. This guy's going to take Snyder's spot as the absolute jackass of the league. I don't know that. <clears throat> yeah, I know that's. He's terrible. He fires coaches in the middle. I don't of the know year. the situation behind it, so it doesn't matter uh, what it is. You're an owner. It yeah. doesn't matter what anyone yeah, says. You know, it doesn't man. matter, dude. What yeah. is this your first game, Tepper? Yeah, first game you've been on the road. <laughs> you ugly ass b. Oh, you're an ugly man. Oh, Gosh, man. he's ugly. Hateful. <laughs> yeah, I mean it hatefully. That dude threw a drink on our guys and left. You're an yeah. owner, bro. All right, we're just uh, we're just warming up. We got a busy day today. It's a Super Tuesday. Don't forget to rock the vote. Kick off 2024 in style. Um, all those resolutions you made go out the window probably by about four o'clock today. Yeah, today maybe already. Second. Is it the third? <laughs> what is second, today? Today's it like second. the fourth already. Today's the second. So I threw I threw Hick an, a, an idea, but he wouldn't uh, bite for it. I'm going to take 2024 off. You can have 2025. Yeah, he wasn't going. Uh, yeah, that's a little much. A little, that's kind of a big ask. 
It's a lot. All right, um, let's come back with a football fix. Let's talk about these college, college football situation, oh. you know, as much as the playoffs uh, and Good how they went last, last night. night. Fun ball. Great. Yeah, great. awesome. An awesome two games, man. And 12 53, to... though, peeps. Uh, da- Daddy yeah. was tired. Yeah, it ended about 12 53 four... on that last play. It ended come about, on. Ended about 4 15 for me, Hick. I don't oh. know. That was perfect. I was rested and oh, watch that second half. What a, what a finale. So, all right, uh, let's do this. Let's come back. We'll uh, entertain the 10 minute drill to talk about some of the college football. Uh, news and notes and more. We've got uh, Breakfast with Baselli standing by now inside an hour away. Uh, we will get hectic, see if the Jags move in the power rankings. All for you on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right. Okay, sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, we have put together a 2024 prize pack. E, what do we have? You like to call it some sort of razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle, something like nothing special, man. We got a pair of tickets to see the greatest piano man live um, at the Thrasher Horn Center on Friday, January 12th. How at your boy. The greatest piano man? The live? greatest piano man is that his, live. Is that his name? Greatest piano man is his name. Oh, and he's okay. live. All right. At the Thrasher Horn. You know what I wish in this business, Dan, as we sit and do what we do? And I've always said I reserve the right to change my mind. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if you do a show like this and you just like, ride with the same opinion and never change your mind, then what, what are you doing? But I also remember this. I wish my latest, I wish my latest opinion was the right opinion. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, at various times this year, I've said all of the following things, okay? Michigan ain't going to win a national title in 10 years with a Jim Harbaugh, uh, you know, yeah. as their coach. I've also said at various times, uh, Alabama's going to win it all. You'll see. They deserve in. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the same time, I remember having an argument at one point that, I, to be honest with you, you know, I think Michigan might be the best team in college football. Unfortunately, my latest opinion is not the right one. It was that Alabama would win that football game last night. And that Michigan would not be in the Michigan, hunt for a national title. Michigan should have beat them worse. Michigan was better in the trenches, which is hard to say. Yeah, surprising. Uh, not hard to say, but surprising to say. And Michigan, I feel like Michigan has a lot of older kids, and they just are are on this this mission. And they weren't, you know, Alabama. <laughs> Look, boy, J.J. McCarthy throws that pick on the first play, and then there's a fumble, and things are going wrong. They hung in there, and they were good enough, man. They, they, it was a Jalen Milrow did not have a good game, in my opinion. Yeah, they. I do don't not, think the they don't have like, a lot of weapons in the pass game either. Like the receivers, like like the, what they you know, look around the league, right? The Devontae Smiths. The, yeah, I mean, go back to Julio Jones well, and Mari Cooper. They had Isaiah Bond and Burton. But yeah, I feel like I don't feel like those I, guys. Anyway, I didn't think that the. The last play was as bad as people went crazy. About it was the last wide play open. Call. He ran yeah, the wrong way. Right. If you yeah. followed the guy yeah. who pulled. Yeah. I think I, the low snap kind of threw off the timing. And that's of that. part of the problem. The fact that that center and he never got on the same page. That that happened all year, apparently. Yeah. The McLaughlin kid played center. Yeah. And it's not all his fault, but it is some of his fault. He's terrible at snapping the damn ball. Yeah. And so that plagued them in a big close game. It plagued them. It came up. It, it almost cost him against Auburn, obviously. And it plagued them uh, yesterday. And in the end, uh, you know, Harbaugh, who, and I said this last night on, on social media, there was a time, yeah, people killed Harbaugh. He couldn't beat Michigan State. He couldn't beat Ohio State. He couldn't beat Notre He couldn't beat any of the rivals. His record against the rivals his first two or three years was like one in 15. The- they were killing the guy. They wanted him out of there. And now he's beloved and he's one game away 
For Why do you He'll never win that, a big game. He'll ne- Listen, I'll tell you what he did. He played Georgia a couple years ago. I'll tell you the one play that swung me, too. Not only the trenches, but the second touchdown by Michigan. Whoever that dude was, number eight, he caught it, and he looked like he was shot out of a cannon. Going down the sideline. He line. was faster yeah. than Alabama's guys. Yeah. I'm like, what? This is weird. A northern team with speed. I think Harbaugh played Georgia. They lost 34-11. to Georgia killed them. And in the end, uh, uh, he said, okay, I need a little of this. I need a little of that. He went out and he got it. And now he's king of the Big Ten, man. If And the Big Ten, who their they're, they're higher-ranked guys, didn't do very well, which it, further led well, you to think, well, Bama's going to win And it continued yesterday. Tennessee yeah. beat Iowa. Yeah. I mean, LSU beat Wisconsin. Yeah. The SEC blistered the Big Ten in all of the matchups, including the big— Not all of them, but some of them, most of them. Yeah. I mean, Auburn got thumped yeah, by a yeah, backup was quarterback. It, yeah, Auburn and Bama did the conference wrong. The rest of the conference yeah. teams uh, beat the Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, anyway, I, it's, uh, I mean— the, 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 am, I just, am I not? Is it just, like, bitter and cynical that I don't understand how Michigan is walking scot-free from, like, egregious cheating? I just, I'm just shocked that it's not been more of a— I don't know, man. It's—, it's they're, they're not walking scot-free. The coach got suspended yeah, about half the year, yeah. more than half the year. So, uh, I don't know. I but mean, think, I, I think I, I, it's—you I, I, know, I think Michigan probably wins the game for the same reason I thought they were better. They can really play defense, and they can run the ball, man, and you get in these games. But but uh, y'all blew the Heisman again, by the way. No, we yeah, didn't. Yeah, Penix is the winner, dude. No, Penix— We no. didn't put enough—you know, here's why. You don't put <laughs> enough credit on a guy—Jaden Daniels ain't playing for nothing. I had Penix. He's going out there and playing I flag had, football and throwing it everywhere. This guy I, played an important I, game. He I, was I, an underdog four times this year. You know, I love I love the Monday morning quarterbacking mm. that comes from sports fans. I really do, and I appreciate it. It's, just, it's, it's like the same thing of, I'll tell you this, uh, Georgia's the best team in the country. I'll tell you this, FSU— uh, this further out, uh, 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 exemplifies FSU got screwed. We don't know. We have no idea. I'll say this. FSU should have got in. I'll say this. So, yeah, they, that was proven when those two lost. You know, I, When I, what two lost? When Alabama and Texas lost, yeah. and it further cemented that FSU got <laughs> it screwed. It does further cement it does anything. to me. It, 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 you put it in 2-1 lost season, all, they both lost. All it, they all, both lost. You should have put them in. <laughs> You shouldn't have put them in over an undefeated uh-huh, team. You uh-huh, should have allowed uh-huh. FSU their opportunity. Mm-hmm. I promise you this. Yeah. You're doing and, the wrong show with the wrong Danny. You need to go sit with Canel. No, somewhere. it's not about an F. It's not a pro FSU take. It's an anti-committee take. Yeah. There's and the six bottom, teams. Yeah. One's two undefeated. Two teams didn't get in. Yeah. One of them was undefeated and two one if, losses. If did. Jordan Travis had played, yeah. I think FSU, by the way, could have won How the about this? How I about think, that? I think if Jordan Travis doesn't play, FSU could have lost by six to Michigan. They could have held Michigan to 20 also. They might have. That's what I mean. They That's why have. it's unfair to put it all on so one you, player. So you take FSU in over Bama? One of the two. I would have taken them oh. in over either or both. Okay. I mean, they each See, got I kind the of grace think, that FSU didn't I kind get. of tend to think, hey, look, maybe they got it right. We had two great games. Yeah, I didn't think – I mean, I, I guess that's fair and unless maybe you're FSU had two great fan. Games. My point is this. Nobody knows. I mean, we sit there, and so FSU could have won. FSU might not have won. Uh, Georgia could have won. Georgia might not have won. But you can't sit there and, and, and base something on your last impression of Georgia beating FSU like it was – I mean, obviously, it was a, a yeah, mismatch. Just, yeah. And so – By the way – Georgia just played Alabama 30 days ago and lost the game. I got you. So if Georgia had played again, why do we think Georgia would have won by three touchdowns is what I'm reading on well, social media. What happens? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think the bigger point, and I it's think a they fair one. They're a, top four, they're a top four team. Why does Georgia's one loss count more than Texas's? These are fair questions that can't be answered per se. 
They can't I mean, be I'm not it. saying. It. They can't. And, and again, if 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 Ohio, but State this had, goes back to what you're saying about Michael Penix. Michael Penix had a had a lull. He was great last night. He was terrific. And Michael Penix had a had a point where he was throwing for a hundred yard, a couple hundred yard games, a couple you know not big stat games. I mean, you yourself sat here and said they just beat Washington State. And and I tell you, I tell you what I like about Washington. I like that coach. That's a coach. That's they coaching. got him from like a lesser level, like D three or something, yeah. didn't they? And he's like got eleven losses in his career as a head coach. With that said, he screwed up royally the end of the game and. Mike cost his team because now his running back is hurt and may not be able to play against And that Michigan. guy's a good player, too. Really he, good. He, he, he's, he had the big plays against Oregon. Yeah. Uh, Williams, that's his name? Uh, uh, in the, Johnson. In the pack. Johnson, yeah. Johnson, Williams. Really good running back. and and But, yeah, Penix was terrific last night against Texas. And they had said if, they, if Texas allows them time, because Washington also has Really good receivers, like two yeah. or three NFL receivers, yeah, yeah. including I'm a million arguably percent. I the best receiver. I, I don't. It, it it would be hard to find a game where I didn't have a team in the fight that I would be pulling more for a team than I will be Washington over Michigan. I can't. I mean, it, it's it's not up there with like pulling for the Jags against the Titans. Mm-hmm. I can't have a game where my team isn't one of the two teams and root for a team more than I will Washington over Michigan. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm different than you. I like Harbaugh. I get you, and and I like like I don't like Michigan. I just don't like them. Here's what I, I like: I don't like I don't like teams that By act the way, like I they're saw, Ohio State. Hey, did you see Big Jake standing but, on the bench but, waving his yeah. waving no, his jersey? Here's, 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 here's my here's my problem. Shout with Michigan. out, Big Jake. And my problem with Michigan uh-huh. is I don't like programs that act like they're Ohio State but play like they're Iowa. And that's what Michigan is. Michigan ain't done a damn thing my well, whole life. They, and you act uh, like they, they, we they won act a like, title in 97. That's it. And we and act like they're Oklahoma, Nebraska, Alabama, all minute. these other programs. They've Ohio State three times in a row. Okay. They're now the class Again, of the Big Ten. It, if they so they're not today. acting like they're Iowa. Okay. And they just took okay. another Okay, I'm not step. talking about the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm talking about my life as a sports fan. Yeah. Where I have had Michigan shoved down my yeah. throat yeah. for 50 years. Yeah. And in those 50 years, yeah. they had one split title. Yeah. They got and more wins than anybody in the history of the game. Don't care. All right. Not big ones. i tell you what I like. I like, uh, <clears throat> I like Reese Davis asking Harbaugh a question uh, in the post game, and Harbaugh totally not answering it, and then – Saying so long, it was because it's 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 not it's not Popovich being like Popovich is like an A, right? Mm-hmm. Harbaugh is just kind of like a weird dude. He's, he's just a strange weird. bird, right? And he's like he's like this is great, you know? Who's got it better than us? Nobody. I don't okay, like how he says we will guys. not be denied. You got another game there, hot shot. Yeah. Before you before you playing, we will not yeah. this, we will yeah. that. You know, Washington ain't gonna lay down. They beat a good team too. Yeah. Washington's good. Yeah, Washington's good. But, uh, what but, a contrast but, in styles, man. I mean, Washington's up and down track meet. Michigan run it and play yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. Michigan, I think Michigan will win the game. I think Michigan's I, better. Washington screwed up so much at the end, and, Tex, and, and we all saw it coming, and Texas is going to steal this game. Are you just talking about they, screwed up by just letting them get down the field? Well, they sh- if if he, just, if he just took a knee on third down, oh, bro, because they would have got the ball the, back with twenty yeah, seconds be, left. Because the injury stopped the clock. Yes, and yeah, yeah so they yeah. got a minute yeah, yeah, to go. Yeah, 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 he hits was, a big correct, play. Hits correct, another correct, play. He's correct, down correct. on the twelve first and goal. He's got four shots. Yeah, and Sark can't scheme up a play to get and, him in the and, zone. And by the way, again, the gutless officials—they can't stand to make sure it's right. That guy, that kid, did not catch the ball. He did not have con- he did not have control. I thought not. It was either, kind of bouncing. It was still not quite in his control. I think that's kind of a. College versus NFL call. I don't know. Is but, it? 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't keep up. Bottom line is this: well, th- I enjoyed the games. I didn't have a dog in the fight. Yeah, me too. I, me too. I enjoyed them. Both. I picked Alabama, but I wanted Michigan, so I was sort of there, and I I kind of was rooting for Washington over Texas, but I wouldn't have been mad if Texas. I, I, yeah, I, you know, I, they all I had didn't great want years. Texas or Michigan. It's. I, just, I, I tell you what, peeps. It's it's tough to win a it's tough to win a natty, man, and it's going to oh, get gotcha. tougher. So you better. You know, oh, by the way, all, remember all that? Well, we're going to have complaining next year because, like, like I said, like nine of the 12 would be current or future SEC teams. Yeah. And lo and behold, what do we got? A final? Big, Big Ten. Ten. Two Big Ten teams. Yeah, the Big Ten beat the SEC. FSU needs to get to that Big Ten so bad. Yeah. They need to get there, man. Well, if they, by the way, FSU, they you is, don't want any of that SEC smoke, man. All they need is $572 million that they can. FSU does <laughs> not want that SEC smoke. They don't as they continue to build. They're not built. Like, some of these power programs are built. Like, they're just going to reload. FSU, one thing in the 66-3 to three is this. 63-3. to 63-3 to three is this. Yeah. Okay? And this is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were missing a lot of guys. So were Georgia. You're terrible. I mean, you lost a game 63-3. to three. You may go 7-5 and five next year. You feel me? Yeah. What would you think FSU's record would be? Now? I know they got a recruiting class, and with Billy Napier, and it, that doesn't mean in one year. What is FSU? Now, granted, that's why I'm saying you don't want that. Sw- if they were in the SEC, they might have a five and seven football season. But in the ACC, you don't have many losable games, or not as many. Yeah. Well, what would Washington's record? Washington's record have been if they were in the SEC this year? I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I'm okay. The SEC wasn't I'm okay. great this year. Washington is much better than Florida State. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It was like I said. It was good football. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the college football. You playoff. say FSU. You say. And just, I'm sorry to mean to yeah. interrupt you. You say. Uh, you say the SEC's down. I, yeah. And, and yeah, again, I will continue to say that. Well, I mean, you got 11 win teams in Ole Miss and Missouri, bro, that yeah. are beating the second and third best teams in the Big Ten. The SEC playing for a natty championship. Those guys. That they, doesn't matter. It's not all well, about that, that. Well, that was what it was all about. But uh, last week it was all about. Well, they're really good at the top, but they're really not that. They good They had in the five in the top 11. That was a lie. They well, had five in the top 11 going uh, into the weekend. Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, in <clears throat> fairness, I kind of agree. I, God help me. I kind of agree with Joe Yu on one of these I, uh, takes. Okay, all right. And that is that I gotcha. you get a lot of grace when you're an SEC yeah, program. Yeah, you know what? A you, lot Georgia of grace. did they it. You, they, well, they Georgia rank did you, it. They rank you higher than you should be okay. at the start. I, 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 there's I no, do believe that. Okay, here's my point. In, uh-huh. And I bring this And I know bowl games can be sketchy. Mm-hmm. But these two bowl games had the most intact lineups of – of a lot of bowl games. The two yesterday. No, the, well, that one for sure. But yeah. the Ole Miss, yeah. Penn State game. Okay. And the Missouri. Well, uh, Penn Miss- State didn't have their best tackle or their best defensive end. Well. They both were out. Again. Those are two first-round picks. There are guys out all over every game better. every week. Yeah. But Ole Miss was Oh, better. yeah, and Ole Miss beat the hell out of them. Yeah. And, what and, was the other one? Ohio, Missouri beat Ohio State. Ohio State was down to their third quarterback. I, I get it. But yeah. they, no, when they were down to their second quarterback and they knocked him out. Yeah. You know, so they still beat them, Dan. That, there's injuries every week in college football. Yeah, Teams but go to their second and third and fourth yeah, and but fifth. They, could, they couldn't throw. I don't know. There's so much There's so much to untangle my point in college is, my football. Only point what is a mess this. it is. My only point is this. <laughs> they, they argued against Georgia telling yeah. you they didn't beat anybody. Yeah. And two teams they beat yeah. beat the two and three in the Big Ten without a whole lot of trouble. Okay, so you so okay. that's contrary to the SEC gets all that credit. Don't don't disagree yeah. that Georgia probably was one of the best four. Yeah, for don't sure. Don't disagree that FSU deserved to be in the final yeah. four. Yeah, I don't, just don't it, disagree that Alabama yeah. had to be in the final four, and don't disagree. So I guess yeah. I would have went six. Yeah, you <laughs> had to go two six. teams a bye and played yeah, it off. I know. We're over. We got to keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, six four one ten ten. Uh, be kind. Be courteous. Be correct, and you can be a winner. E. 
The greatest piano man in the world. The greatest piano in the world. He's going to be at the Thrasher Horn Friday, yeah. uh, January 12th. How at you, boy. Boom. You want to get down? What you going to do? You want to get down? Mm-hmm. Welcome right, back did to the you, uh, Did you enjoy the uh, the post game last night? They were going down Bourbon Street, the ESPN cameras, you know, getting the sights and the sounds, and then the girls showed her boobies. Yeah, yeah, we got booby alert. Yeah. Just, oh, dang. It just showed him right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missed it. Yeah, just like, boom, there you well, go. There it's she everywhere. Is. There, just if boom. You want to go yeah. view it? <laughs> Won't take much. I, I, Humanity's a funny thing. The ladies that, you know, just comport themselves uh, normally will flash their In boobies. fairness, she didn't know the national camera was <laughs> yeah, 10 but, feet away. Yeah, it's not even that, but it's the fact that you're doing it for, like, these trinket beads <laughs> worth right. about 12 cents. I mean, listen, if somebody's going to throw you a filet of fish or something, I, mean, I don't know. But it's been going on a long time, Jeffrey. Plastic beads? Long time. I, I have today's pest of the day. This is an easy. It's an early candidate for pest of the year. This is an easy oh, one. Wow. We're, we got and, 363 and, so days to go. So, by the way, go. yeah, if you don't like... Uh, unchristian, mean speaking insults. Turn off your radio for like a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm about to hammer this Tepper tantrum, this loser, this frog mm-hmm. from Carolina. Mm-hmm. David Tepper looks like a toad. Mm-hmm. He's a billionaire. Get your bleaking face fixed, ugly man. You're ugly. Oh, dear. Yeah, but ugly man. Oh, Inside wow. and out. And the owner of the Panthers at our stadium, at our game, mm-hmm. before he left, like a petulant little baby yes, like an idiot who didn't take cj stroud uh-huh. he threw a drink on the jacks fans below his box you are the biggest loser who has ever walked in our stadium how about that mm. that includes a lot of losers heavens to betsy a lot of guys we didn't like some of them on our own team wow david tepper and his tepper tantrum and again you're a billionaire do something about that butt ugly face bro mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do something about it get it stretched plugged snipped Clipped, spliced, diced. Do something to your ugliness. Now, you, I don't know if you can do anything to the ugly on the inside. Mm. You know, that exhibited itself when you, a billionaire, wow. by the way, the worst owner in the league, yes. you threw a drink on the Jaguar fans before you left like a seven-year-old little ugly boy. Oh, You are an ugly, Ooh. ugly person. I'm sorry for going. Uh, you ain't got no alibi. Yeah, you ugly. Absolutely. You ugly. So, uh, yeah, David Tepper is the pest of the day. Uh, the Carolina Panthers owner threw a drink from the box onto the Jags fans. And on top of everything else, he has a face that looks like a sleaze stack. Oh. My man is from Land of the Lost. David Tepper is a slee bleeping stack. So, enjoy your offseason there, Tepper. Go ahead and run the draft for your team. Uh, stay out of our stadium. Because let me tell you what should have happened. Duval should have climbed in your box and punched you in the ugliest face in the NFL. That's they should have punched the ugliest face in the... O- and by the way, that's saying a lot. You got Mark Davis out there in Vegas. But Temps, you're dude. the ugliest owner in sports, oh, inside God. and out. But that face, bro, cut it, mash it, splice it, plastic face it. Off. Do something to it. You're ugly. Mm. That's the pest of the day. Brought to you by Mission wow. Pest Solutions, veteran and locally owned and operated. I hope you took advantage uh, of that. Uh, <laughs> Yoda loves it. Uh, I hope you took advantage. Send that to Carolina, by the way. Drop it in the Panther. Well, their video in my. Drop it in the Panthers uh, team mailbox. Thank you, Heath. Uh, Mission Pest Solutions. Just that, the solution for all your pest uh, issues and 
goodness knows here in Florida we got them. Mission Pest Solutions, veteran and locally owned and operated. When you call 904-944-PEST, you'll speak directly with the owners. Uh, the free pest, uh, initial pest treatment ended at the end of the year, but still call 944-PEST. You'll get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. Hey, read the Google reviews. You'll just get more and more positive reaffirmation that when you deal with Mission Pest Solutions, you're getting just that solutions here's a fun one uh coming up for the michigan wolverines who desperately might want to win this natty on monday night and i'll tell you why next year on september 7th they play texas a finalist on september 21st they play usc and on october 5th a rematch of the natty championship game that hasn't happened they go to washington to play the huskies that's right michigan next year uh, Texas, USC, and Washington in their first six. Uh, not to mention they still have Ohio State and Oregon on the schedule as well. Woo, have fun with that. Uh, coach who replaces Harbaugh, who goes to the NFL to coach the Chargers. Uh, and one more thing about the Harbaugh family. This might be a Harbaugh-Harbaugh year. Very close to this happening. I mean, the Ravens look like the best team in football by far now as they have taken the mantra from San Francisco and run with it. They just annihilated some good teams in the process of like 14 days, and including the Niners, the Dolphins. They're just beating up everybody. And they're not just, they're, they're, they're hammering them. Now, here's one argument for me if I'm John Harbaugh and I'm thinking about what I should do this weekend in a, quote, meaningless game against Pittsburgh. They're not all meaningless. Remember, Baltimore won't play next weekend. So if you give your guys off this weekend, you're then three weeks rusty. And about four or five years ago, they did the same thing. Now it's a different team and a different time and and such, and they learned. But Lamar and the Ravens lost their playoff game at home when they gave their guys the last week off of the regular season. I don't know if I would. I Three weeks is a long time, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good. I, you know, that's a good question for Tony in breakfast with Baselli. Yeah. You know, sure outside. I, I don't. I don't. I just. But does play and then sit two weeks? Off, does that really matter? I don't. I have a hard time I believing that too. Like, if you're going to take a week off and miss a week, I just don't know if taking two or taking three matters. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I do know this. Almost inevitably, you take advantage of that break and you rest your guys. And you don't. What's worse, you play Lamar and he gets injured. Well. Tom Coughlin didn't. It worked out yeah. for him. Yeah, I don't think I would. Yeah, I think I'd sit him. It, 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 it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Obviously, the Jags need the Steelers. Um, neither no the Jags need the Ravens to win, right? If they're going to be if, a, if they lose their yeah, games, I, I yeah, I think we should just basically listen. If you don't Forfeit. win the the season's over, if you don't win the division, because yeah. here's why: yeah. if you if you finish the season losing at Cleveland, at Tampa, at Tennessee, none really great teams. Yeah, you're gonna who, you're gonna go play the what now the two seed? Yeah, good luck against you know bu- at Buffalo. Yeah, Oof. the one thing about what's left in the playoffs, we do have teams that like it's it's AFC North mm-hmm. heavy. We've always played well against the North. We've documented that. Now we lost to them this year. They went you know they went upside our head a little bit late season, but we we always play good against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. We kind of really the Chiefs the only one that beat us every time. Yeah. But yeah. we're not playing good football, right? Even still, not with the guys that we're counting on. You, know, we won a game last week with a backup quarterback and a game plan that, you know, maybe we should employ that game plan of not passing it fifty times when Trevor does play too, Dan. 
Yeah, that would work. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, you want to do uh, talk to Tony? Yes. Breakfast with Baselli is next. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Hey, you know him, you love him. He's number 71 in your program. He's number one in your heart. He's Don Anthony Baselli Jr. Uh, Tony, before we get going on the Jags, a shout out to one of your compatriots now has reached a, a very nervous point of the process, one that you lived through for a bunch of years. But shout out Fred Taylor and congratulations for making it into the 15 and you know, what do you, what do you think just from you know, now that you're in that prestigious club and rubbing, you know, gold sleeved elbows, what, what do you think about Fred's, you know, short and long-term prognosis as a hall of famer? Um, I mean, I think he deserves to be there. I think, and I think ultimately he gets in. I, I think he has a chance this year. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm not, not sure he doesn't either. I, I really do. I think, I mean, Here's, I'm so happy he's in the 25. He got from the 25 to the 15. Right. Because Fred's case has to be debated. Because if you just look at, and I've, I've said this, like, if you just look at Fred on paper, you know, you don't see the Pro Bowls and all pros. Like, who cares? Set that aside and, and talk to people who played against them. Talk to the coaches. Watch the tape. Look at the not real numbers, yards per carry, total yards. Like, like what he did mm-hmm. and the way he played the game. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best backs ever. I don't care about the Pro Bowls or the All Pros. I, I, that doesn't matter. Um, and so, and I think when he, because you talk to anybody in the league who played against Fred Taylor as a player or coach, and they can't, they they rave about him and how difficult he was to stop and what type of player he was. And so I'm excited for him because, one, um, him I, he deserves to be there, in my opinion. Uh, I'm obviously very biased. Um, but I, I think when he gets in, when they debate his, his candidacy in the room, I think he gets a lot of people, like, open their eyes and, like, this dude's a Hall of Famer. Just mm-hmm. go talk to people. I mean, he, he he's one of the best to ever play the game. There's there's no doubt about it. His numbers speak to that. It's not his fault that Tom Coughlin took him out on every goal line after his rookie year. When he kept him in on the goal line, he had sixteen. I think it was sixteen or eighteen touchdowns his rookie year. I can't remember. Yeah. But but then Tom's philosophy after that was he put James Stewart or Stacy Mack in whenever we got to, Fred would get us all the way down inside the five, and then we'd come out. <laughs> I mean, so Fred's one of the he's he's one of the greatest ever. Um, Do you think I, people argue touchdowns? I don't think people argue touchdowns. You know, we talked to Fred on Sunday. He had an interesting point. He said, "Yeah, he goes, I wish I knowing now I would have rather stayed in, but it did help my yards per carry average." That's true too. Yeah, those little oh, one and two yarders. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because yeah. you know, because the best stat about Fred, yeah, exactly. as you know, is yeah. the Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Fred Taylor, four point six and above. Yeah, so. It's interesting. Point. Yeah, I know it's a great point. I, I just, I, I think he deserves it. You yeah. know, and this is the hard part. And you guys know I said this every year I was a finalist. It's hard because it's hard. I go through the list, the other 14 guys. Yeah. Great players. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough debate. I mean, I, know, I as, as, as a biased person, I, I knocked out seven of them, but there's still eight guys I think you could pick any of the eight and you'd be fine with it. And the other seven, I'm sure when they're in the room, they'll, they'll have guys making cases for them. It's a, it is tough. And it is torturous 
for what Fred's about to go through. That's the oh, hard yeah. part. Although it's different now, right now. How is it? How do they do it now oh, versus when you had to sit there on Saturdays and wait all day? Uh, they're both brutal. <laughs> At least on like you knew it was going to be happening on Saturday. Yeah, and like it was a long day, but right. you knew like it was like it's like that's the day. Like you're going to wake up, you're going to get there, you're going to go to the, you know, and then you have to sit around all day, and it's going to be miserable. Uh, I think the new system that Jim Porter put in place, mm-hmm. who's the new president after David Baker of the Hall of Fame, is better overall. But now they vote. You're not exactly sure what day they're voting. You have a sense. You kind of hear. But then it's a week of, you, you know they have to let you know by a certain time, but you don't know when it's going to happen. <laughs> You don't know, like, the phone call could come out at any, at any moment of the day. You see right. a phone call out of the blue, and, like, you didn't make it. You're like, oh, okay, You great. don't know what day they're going to knock on your door no. either if you get in, right? That, and you don't know what day you're going to knock. <laughs> I mean, and so I remember the last the year I got in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I knew when they had voted. Right. And, like, it was, like, a week later, and I hadn't got a phone call or a knock. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Like this is awful, right? And so neither's great um, because it's so important and it's such a big deal, and it, and it should be stressful because it's that important. Um, and I like, I love it for Fred, yeah. Because as as hard as it is, if it, it, there's a part of it that's like things that are important should be hard, yeah. And uh, I'm just gosh. I want him to get in so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'd just be so great to watch the whole thing. The, yeah, the, it would be fun. Him, be ex- him excited, the city, the organization. You know, I mean, Fred is, you know, arguably the most loved Jaguar of all time. Yeah. I mean, he really is. And uh, people ask, all, I said, he's my favorite Jaguar of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Florida Gator. He's a Florida kid, Florida yeah. Gator, mm-hmm. Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so fun to watch play. He was an awesome, dominant player. Um, I hope he gets in. Yeah. I, I totally. I just, oh, sorry. It'll be awesome. Uh, let, let's get to our, our football team. Kind of a much needed play some defense, run the ball. You knew that's what they needed to do on Sunday. They did do that to uh, perfection. I guess 7 and 1 with Cam in the starting lineup. Is it that simple? Is he making that much of a difference to the O line, Tony, or has it just happened to, to, to sync up with games that they won? Um, no, I mean he's one of their better players, no doubt about it. I think that those stats to me are always a little misleading either way, uh, because it's not one guy ever uh, in the NFL. Now, if it's the quarterback, that you know, because he has the ball in hand so much. But yeah, no, I think it matters. I think Cam matters. He brings an attitude, um, you know, and they what they did differently. I mean, they were averaging, I think, up till. Travis's 60-yard run, they were averaging just two yards a carry right, or something like that. Um, but what I liked about it is they stuck to the run even though when it wasn't going right. great. Right. And, they, and I thought going into that game, I mean, the Carolina Panthers are a bad football team. Really bad. Yeah, especially offensively. Not I mean, good. They are. Yeah. I mean, it, they got issues. And I don't know, and I hate to, you know, I don't, want to ever say a guy can't do it after just one year in a tough situation, but I was worried about Bryce Young and his size coming into the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen anything that makes me think that he's, you know, can be that 
franchise quarterback. Hopefully, you know, for him, you know, give him a chance to grow and get get a little more stability, uh, and things will change. But I thought going into that game, if the Jaguars just played a clean game, they're going to win. Right. Like they just don't don't turn it over. Don't give them short fields. Don't have blown assignments. Just like don't just like play a clean game. You're going to easily beat that team because no, they're not very good. No penalties. And then they came out. Yeah. And they played good. And they but they played well. They played efficient. They played smart on offense. They didn't turn it over. Um, they played solid defense. Really, they had one busted coverage stealing on that fourth down. You know, on the I think it was the first drive of the game um, that the Panthers had. But for the most part, they played a really clean game. Um, and then they took advantage of where the Panthers aren't very good. I mean, Bryce Young's the most sacked quarterback. They got after the quarterback. Good. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. So um, I thought it was what they needed. You know, it was kind of one of those get well games. Mm-hmm. Um, it was timed up right. Worst team in the NFL coming in. All right. We were on a 40-game losing streak. Let's, let's use them to get this thing turned around. And I do think it'll – it'll give this team confidence going into going into Tennessee and and that's uh it'll be good. Tony, I know you weren't necessarily a math major at USC, but I'm going to throw you a quick uh, addition and see if you can come yeah. up with a uh, proper answer. What is 16 and a half plus 9? Uh that'd be 25 and a half. 25 and a half, yeah. 16 and a half for Josh Allen, nine for Trayvon Walker. That they they last, Tony was perhaps the biggest dismissal of your professional opinion in your career. Oh. When in the preseason, <laughs> you predicted twenty-two to twenty-five, I believe for. So yeah, I said twenty-three to twenty-five. Okay, okay. well there, twenty. You were obviously you were wrong. It's twenty-five and a half. Yeah, I was. I I went. <laughs> I should have gone higher. Um, I was ridiculed mm-hmm. on this show by one Dan Hicken, mm-hmm. which you know, which is fine. You know, you know, it was we were live, and Dan laughed and said ridiculous, no way, um, which is fine. But then. Mm-hmm. The rest of the local media, yes, yeah, and quite a bit of the fan base, yeah, came after me on Twitter. Yeah, they did. I remember, and they I said they... I was a buffoon. Um, <laughs> one of my former teammates asked if I was on drugs. Yes, um, and I remember. You haven't forgotten. Me. You're like an elephant. You never forget. Yeah. Only two guys, Tony, in the whole – only two guys in town had the belief in the pass rush and knew what was coming this year. Big Bo, yeah, just, I mean, just The guy not, that went over like 35 and, and the guy who got them all from just two guys. Just in case they don't believe you, Big Bo, hold on. I think the total for Trayvon and Josh Allen will be 25. Oh, talk dirty to me, big boy. <laughs> I got you. I needed that, by the way. If they don't have 25, mm. I lose the sack bet. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah, congratulations. I think they get. Uh, I think they get two to three more this. Good. Week. I hope you're right. Now I'm t- we're nervous about the game tone. We're nervous about the game, and I know the Titans stink. But I just looked. I've looked at their their season. The good teams they get up and they play. They lose in overtime or they beat them. That almost every good team they've played, they've done that except for their trip here. Yeah, I mean Vrabel's. I th- I've got a lot of respect for him. I think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are not. They got issues across the board. Um, but they play hard. They play physical. He'll get them juiced up about ruining our season. Keep Try a couple things, playoffs. a little onside but, kick somewhere or something like that. Like, I just think, you know, now I feel a little bit like this about how I do with Carolina. You know, go in. Play clean. Just play, yeah. play clean. Yeah. Play a solid game. You're going to, and you should win. Yeah. Um, 
like my big concern is, you know, it's probably Derrick Henry's last game as a Titan, and does he just get revved up one last time? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Like, that's what I worry. I worry, you know, but that's what I do. I worry about all those things. You know um, what, Tone? I saw Jeffrey Simmons is out though. That's a big deal to me because, uh, you know that that guy's so good inside, and not having him, I I I kind of agree with you. I think if you just don't don't turn it over. Very few penalties, clean football. You, know, you you win the football game. Yeah, I think so. Now it'll be interesting. I mean, you got a bunch of guys for us who are injured as well, and do they make it back? A lot of guys day to day. Right. Know, obviously, the biggest one, Trevor. Right. Um, you know, we'll wait to hear. You know how his shoulder is, mm-hmm. and is he back? And you know, they rested him all week, which was the right thing to do. He just he couldn't make it happen. And you know, you know, if he's not playing then he's hurt. Right. I mean, his history is he's on the field if it's all possible. So we'll see, wait and see on that. And then you have Zay Jones and, uh, and there's, you know, thoughts of they might be able to, they might activate uh, and open Kirk. up the window yeah. on Christian Kirk, you know, so if you can get those two guys back. And I think the question you got to ask, how, how aggressive do you go with Kirk in this game? Um, because can you just go beat the Titans without him? So you give him another week be ready for the uh, first playoff game. So, you know, those are two big ones. Wait and see. And, um, you know, it's going to be uh, – it's Tennessee, our hated rivals up in Nashville, the place that, you know, a lot of bad things have happened for us. And But, you know, you got to go win one game. Tony, uh, my, my – To win the division. It would be great. My, my hope is – because you see this, man. Teams – the NFL, especially now with 17 and an off week, it's just such a long season that you can have three – look at the Bills, right? You can have three or four different, and it's so so important that you're peaking at the right time. And I don't want to take one, you know, impressive, especially defensive game against a terrible team as maybe turning the corner back towards peaking, but at least there's there's maybe hope, right? If they follow that up, especially defensively, with another good defensive game, maybe we can recall, you know, back when we're winning six, seven games in a row – we're doing it by playing good defense week in and week out, and and you know maybe some of those big, those those bigger hopes and, and dreams aren't aren't dead yet. Well, I'm not ready to say that. You know, we're peaking now after beating the Me Carolina either. Panthers. Me either. Um, but now, if you can go put back to backs, and you go play like a clean, tough, hard nosed game like you did against Carolina, you do that against Tennessee, you go beat them. Well, now you are rolling into the playoffs with some momentum. You get guys back healthy. You know, there's a little bit of a different confidence level of swagger that you're like, all right, we're back to where we need to be. Let's go. Let's go make a run. Because you know, the saying goes, just find a way to get in the tournament, and then everyone's zero and zero, and let's go see what happens. And we've seen that throughout the history of the NFL playoffs. Um, teams getting in, um, some limp in and turn it around. I mean, go back to the year the Colts won the uh, Super Bowl. I mean, they couldn't stop the run to save their lives. I think we put up like 349 on them or something at the end of the season, and, and everyone's like, they are no chance in the playoffs if they can't stop the run. Well, they get one guy back, Bob Sanders, and they become the best run defense yeah. and win the Super Bowl. That's a great point. So, you know, you just, you know, there's, and there's stories like that littered across the history of the NFL. I mean, this organization has them in 96. We needed a botched field goal from. 33, 32 31. yards. Yeah, 31 yards. Game kicker to miss, to sneak into the playoffs, and then we got a roll, and we're a quarter away from the Super Bowl. 
Mm. So, um, I, you know, just get in. And that's why you go figure out how to beat Tennessee and you, are, and you have accomplished one of your main goals is from the beginning of the season, which is win the division, get in the playoffs. And in spite of a really interesting up and down season of moments of greatness where we think we're the best, you know, we're world beaters to, we wonder if we're going to win a game ever again. Right. Um, but it doesn't matter because you win your division, you get a home playoff game and let's go see what happens. And that's where this, that that's what's on the line on, uh, on Sunday in Nashville. And heck, I think as an organization, as a fan base, I mean, and it's funny because we forget the years of, you know, us just starting at the end of November talking about the draft. Right. I mean, now this is, again, two years in a row, winning record, a chance to go back-to-back division titles. Haven't done that since 98-99. Um, it's what a great opportunity for this organization. And, man, we it should be – people should be excited here in Jacksonville this, this week, this week cause, you know, there's not a lot of teams. A lot of, a lot of NFL cities right now are thinking about draft and free agency and what they do next year and are they going to yep. give them a coach and so on and so forth. And we're sitting here talking about let's go win a division, and that's exactly where you want to be. Well said, Big Bo. I mean, spot on with that stuff, man. Uh, good stuff today. We appreciate you. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, it, it's going uh, to be a fun week. Yeah. Uh, Hate Tennessee hate week. It's so that, interesting across the league. I mean, the, the Buffalo Miami game, I and mean, Buffalo yeah. could go from yeah. winning the division or possibly out of the playoffs. Yeah. They could be a two seed if they win. I feel like Buffalo is going to hammer Miami. I don't know why. Oh, Miami's just, really hurt. They dude. got no Phillips, no Chubb. I mean, Miami season's falling apart, right? They have no, really. I mean, they went from maybe having a chance to. There's no way with those losses, especially on defense. Mm. Well, I think the losses on defense. I think if you look at the, their season. Where they struggle with physical teams that come in, yeah, um, just the way they play football, and but that coupled with the injuries, I think it's you T- know, Tony, we it'll we, be tough for Miami. We yeah. we asked earlier, and just real quick, we'll let you go, Lamar. And if you're Harbaugh, is it like as a player, does it worry you to to be offered, you know, three weeks, three weeks, right? I mean, because they'll get a buy. I mean. Yeah, two two game weeks, but one game. But does it? Yeah, does it because of the buy? And if you sit him this week, uh, do you worry about rust, or is it more prudent just to not risk injury and you don't worry about your guy? You know, especially when he's been around as long as Lamar. Just your thoughts on that? I, I think you. I think you worry about everything. Yeah. Um, but I think you have to sit back and say, okay, it's about risk reward. Um, and you got a veteran quarterback who's played a lot of football. Um, it's not like he's going to be sitting at home for three weeks. You can, you know, he can pick all the reps in practice. He can, you know, you can get all your work in. Is it really worth risking, you know, any of your key guys in a game that is meaningless at the end of the day? Yeah. Um, cause you're the number one seed. I would rest as many of my guys as I could if I was in this situation. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's a tough call, man. I think it is. You know, they rested him a, a few years ago, and then they lost that first round of the playoffs at home. So, yeah, is that why they lost, though? Well, yeah, great. I don't know. That's a fair question. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Care. Probably not, but no, because I mean, as a guy, as a professional athlete, you just played sixteen games. You've been going through all the offseason training camp, all the practices, and everything else. I just have a hard time thinking a guy like Lamar, and you know, they're veteran guys. If you're practicing, you know, for you know, good two or three weeks, getting yeah. a ton of reps, working like really, is, 
is that the reason you're going to lose? Yeah, I don't know. Rust because you don't play one game. Yeah, I, 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 I maybe yeah. I don't know. Um, but I would, I would tend to rest them. I would, I, I would not play them in the game. I would not play Lamar. I probably wouldn't play Gus Edwards. You know, I probably wouldn't play Zay Flowers. You know, I, I would. You know, on defense, I'm probably taking out my, you know, maybe your two inside linebackers. I mean, you know, there's only so many guys you have in the roster. Sure. You can't everybody. Right. But I'm taking, you know, if anyone has any nick or anything of an injury, I'm, probably, I'm resting them. Um, because the game is, it's, it, it, there's no, there's nothing you get out of winning and nothing happens if you lose. So you, it really feels like that, similar to the last preseason game. It's like, okay. You know, the argument there is, is or, you know, should you get guys reps so they're ready for opening day or do you rest them? Right. You know, I would, in this case, I would rest them. I just think it's, you know, you, you want to be as healthy as you can. You have the number one seed. You accomplished everything you wanted to in the regular season. Now let's get ready for the playoffs. All right, my man. Well, great stuff as always. We appreciate you so much. Have a great week, and uh, hopefully we can take care of business here and win ourselves a back-to-back South championships, which would be – Outstanding. Yeah, I think we. I think we win. Yep. I think. We, I think this team's ready. I think they go in. I think they'll be focused, and I, I think. And they're just. They're a better team than Tennessee. Also true. Um, I think they play a clean game and they get the win. And I'm looking forward to it. All right, brother. We'll see you. Appreciate you. See you. There he goes, the Hall of Famer Tony Baselli. This is the drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Oh, we're back here on a Catlin Truck Accessories oh. Tuesday, and we are back. With a pop quiz. I love pop quiz. Uh, Dan, would you say the biggest criticism against Trevor Lawrence this year has been the interceptions? I, I guess turnovers, turnovers to a degree, but let's, I mean, interceptions is the yeah. primary, you know, mm-hmm. that that's more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Trevor has has 12 picks this year to go oh, with 19 yeah. touchdowns. Do you know seven other NFL quarterbacks have at least 12 interceptions? I, I'd like to know the seven other NFL. And by the way, you know, again, for the... For the, I don't know, Trevor hater, maybe two term, but for the Trevor non-believer, spin this one for me when we're done. Just if you can. I'll spin it. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. There you go. The three best quarterbacks in football. Josh Allen, 16. Mahomes, 14. Hurts, 14. But oh, my God. Trevor has 12. He sucks. Well, the difference is, in fairness, Josh Allen has accounted for more than 40 touchdowns. <clears throat> um, and Mahomes, So those guys have a few more. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts is at like 40 sure. or 30. Passer rating's all the same yeah. for all three of them. Yeah. They're all very similar. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm just um, saying. I mean, again, uh-huh. I if you want to make the argument of comparison, those things that's fine. But mm-hmm. you hear mm-hmm. like Trevor is the only good quarterback in history that has ten ten picks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. So yeah, those are three. They're second. They're uh, um, Allen's second with sixteen. Mahomes and Hurts uh, both with fourteen. I'm sure uh, the Washington kid has a bunch. He's got nineteen interceptions. Mm-hmm. He's been sacked sixty one times. They finally tried to bench Sam Howell, and then Brissett got hurt and had to bring him back in. I think Tua's right up there with Tua. Him. Like Trevor has twelve. Yeah. Now, to your point, the, in fairness, Allen twenty seven touchdowns, Mahomes twenty seven passing, Hurts twenty three, Tua twenty eight, and Trevor's only got nineteen. Yeah. But then again, the receiving core has been you know sporadic at yeah. best this year. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why Trevor hasn't had the year that we thought he'd have, and I think that's fair to say. And 
Uh, it's not all his fault, but we expected better results. And, and by sure. the way, with, with, if I had done a poll question and said, do you think for sure. here are the numbers, yes, nobody would have chosen what he has a done. A million percent. Year. I'm disappointed yeah. with the not. I, right. I wish I'd seen a little more this Certainly year. Certainly not all his that's fault. That's fair. I, I'm not absolving Trevor of anything. I need Trevor to be great. I'm not trying to put his mistakes right. and faults on other people. What I'm trying to say is our impression of our receiving core, I think, is greatly... And mistaken. Yeah. You know, I don't think Zay Jones and Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley are hold a candle to what these dudes are throwing to outside of Mahomes, who's got issues too. All right, you got two more. Um, and by the way, with 11, one less than Trevor, uh-huh. Brock Purdy, Matthew Stafford, yeah. you know, other guys have had good years. I got two more, though, that uh, one of these cats has, uh, well, they both have 12. You've got Howell with 19, Allen with 16, Mahomes with 14, Hurts with 14, Tua with 12, Trevor with 12. You got two other guys with 12. Oh one boy. is uh, uh, one is a lot worse because yeah, he's yeah. only started 11 games. He's, he's you know, uh, no longer a functional quarterback. He's probably started his last game either where he is or somewhere else. And he's a local. Oh, Mac. Mac Jones in just 11 games has 12 picks. I'm old enough to remember when they told me Mac Jones was better in that rookie year than Trevor. Uh, and then there's one more who is having a good year and is probably an underrated quarterback. He's got 4,200 passing yards. That's uh, third in the league. Golf. Yeah, Jared Goff. 20, but, again, to your point, 28 touchdowns with those 12 picks. Yeah, I like Goff. He's been very good. He's I, I couldn't be more happy for what he's been able to accomplish in Detroit and he got a second chance and it worked out and it you know he's he's been he's we, been better than he was in LA. We talked honestly. we we talked a little bit in the press box and it didn't bother you a bit then but how everything has settled now does it bother you more Dan Campbell just giving up on the 2 seat? Eh, not as much. From the 7? No. I just from the 2 I'm okay. I don't agree with No, it. I think you kick it from the 7. I agree, but what but that's what well, that, that, then, then we the, agree. Yeah, but when you got the free play, I go back to trying it again. But I thought at the moment it was more emotional. It was meathead. So, but I, I think he's done a terrific job. They would job. be the two seed if they won the game, Dan. That's a big deal, man. It might be, might not be. You get one home game just, and you go play for the Super Bowl the, rather than go play a game and then go play for the Super Bowl. I think you, you, you at worst you're a three, though. So, in other words, he's not dropping. But you got to go to two. You got to have to Maybe. Go. Maybe not. Depends well, who wins well, what. Well, right? let's just... Uh, I think we usually develop our playoff hopes by form. Yeah. You know, it might not go according to form. Yeah. But Obviously, one, we know. You, you take gotta... that all out of play if you're yeah. the two. That's all I'm saying. And yeah. I don't know if he just didn't think that they could be the two. Yeah, you're on the road. You want to go win the game. Yeah. They had a great play call. They worked on the trick play. Then yeah. They, then yeah, they yeah. messed it up. Then, and but then the you seven, push it back, and then you Yeah, you go for You got right. Yeah. You got to adjust. Why are you the seven, there? it's awful yeah, tough. Yes, dumb. As Sark. Yeah. It was awful tough for him as well. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get hectic real quick. Oh, See a power ring. It's been a wild, Today's volatile power ride. Poll for is us. brought to you by Royal Pest Services, Jacksonville. Uh, one week ago, the Jags had plummeted all the way to fourteen. Uh, where are the boys this week? What were we last week? Fourteen. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, e, do I go for? I'm gonna say, and uh, we're about the same. I'm assuming a couple of teams. I'm gonna go. We're terrible, dude. I still don't trust this, even with the shutout. Not terrible. Sorry. I don't trust this. I'm going to say we're we're 12 or 13. I'll go with unlucky 13. I'll say 13. I was going e. with 13, so I'm going to go with 12. All right. One, I, I feel pretty caught. We could be 11. Like, I don't know who else lost. Well, the number one team is the Ravens, and the number two team is the Niners. That's the general consensus. They have the Cowboys at three, 
And they have the Lions at four. Go figure that three NFC teams uh, in the top four. Buffalo all the way up to five, and they could not make the playoffs, perhaps. It'll be interesting. That, the Dolphins is that, six. Is that right? I don't think yeah. that's right. Yeah, it is. They could get knocked out of the playoffs if they lose to Miami. Uh, Cleveland is seven. Dangerous. The reeling Eagles are eight. The so-so Chiefs are nine. The Rams, who the are— The Eagles are way too high. The Eagles yeah. stink right now. They should yeah. be They should be getting the JAG treatment from our four and a loss. Uh, the Texans are 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think the Texans should be ahead of the Jags. The Steelers That's are 12. A couple teams the Jags have beaten. So, 12, you're out. You're out. Yeah, the Jaguars are 13. Oh. Up one spot. I got one. I finally nailed one. Uh, we just got hectic. The Jags are 13, but it won't matter after this week because hopefully they'll be four. That's where they need to be, four in the AFC and hosting Cleveland in the playoffs. Mm. That's what we need. We got the Lock Law High School report on deck. A lot more ahead coming up right here on The Drill, 1010XL, 92.5 FM. All right, like a champion, even during winter break, he comes through with guests galore for us. Thank yes. you, E. Oh, Accent cool. on champion. Yeah. And we're talking champions, right? Middleburg. Yes. That's correct. The Lady Broncos, state champs in volleyball, led by head coach Meredith Forkham. Now, it's interesting. They have a, a girl on the team named Brooke Forkham. Mm-hmm. No relation. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brooke is here, and Connor Ron, uh-huh. with an N, also and I, here. And I learned that, that uh, Connor Ron goes like all Lionel Messi during the games. Because I said one of the fascinating yes. plays in volleyball for me yes. is when they just get it. Because in volleyball, who knew you can just. Get it over the net any way you can. So you can just throw so, your foot, right? And kick you can it over, kick it, or head it, or bounce it. Now, how do you? Why do you do that, Connor? Yeah. See, E, you see what I bring? You dive, and it's just the only part of the body that can get to the ball. Just happens sometimes. Yeah. It just happens sometimes. She's sheepish about it. Apparently, she does it all the time. They told. Is me. that is that a isn't that a good quality to have in volleyball? Yeah. Adaptability. That's not what you want to be known for. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to Tampa, now, by the way. She's yes. a senior in Middleburg. We, you know, won, they won, won a state, state title, man. Fantastic, first ever in Middleburg history, and and a proud program, tradition, great program, yeah. and 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 led by Kerry Pruitt for a lot of years. And then Coach Forkham came over, first year, wins it all. First year, it's easy, what, that easy, huh? What do you Coach, do for an encore? Yeah. Now, what's it like playing for for your mother, mom? Um, it's pretty unreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that could take a lot of connotations. Is she there. is she harder on you than others, or is she? How is she as as you know because you got to she becomes coach when you go there versus mom. Um, she's pretty good at balancing it. She treats okay. me the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was always so mean to my sons. Yeah, so mean, such a jerk. Well, maybe she's better than they were. Well, you know she won a state title. Yeah, we we got to like the f- semifinals yeah. of some flag football. I tournament. literally <laughs> left. I left one of my sons' baseball games after he struck out. So yeah, there, that's how I rolled. It's bad. <laughs> Guys are worse. I wasn't leaving because he struck out. I was leaving because he slammed his bat, and I came back. Now, tell me why you decided to go to Tampa. Um, I love the coaches a lot. Okay. And the players, they all had a really good relationship with each other. Okay. something I was really excited about. Uh-huh. Now, I should ask you guys, tell us your positions, what you play. You're um, both tall girls. I'm assuming you play up front and you spike the heck out of the volleyball. Is that correct? Yes. So, what is your <laughs> what is your quote position? Oh, I play a little bit of right side and outside. Right side and outside. How about you, Connor? I'm an outside. She's an outside. Who's the libero? How about that? <laughs> Morgan Padgett. Yeah, shout Good out to her. the yeah. libero. I'm a big fan of the libero. You know what the um, libero is? Of course I do. You do? Anyway, <laughs> uh, when when did you guys get an ink? Did you have a great year? I mean, uh, pardon my ignorance on the 2022 bas- uh, volleyball season, but 
did you have the kind of year in 2022? Came back. You're a senior. You know, you're getting. Did y'all, you know, have dreams of winning state, or did it just kind of manifest it itself that way? I mean, was that the goal when you started? Did you think realistically you could be state champion? Either, both, yeah. definitely um, for sure, one of you. <laughs> we went to a camp at the University of Florida this summer, uh -huh. and as soon as I saw us all play together, I kind of knew, like, wow, we're really good. Wow. And a new coach, too. I mean, did, what was the 2022 season like? Were you a playoff team, even? Or? We Two won district. Okay, so you were. They're but, always good. But you didn't. I mean, yeah. they've always been good. Yeah. They've never won a state until yeah. this year. So I guess what I'm trying to say, was this a magic carpet ride? Was it, like, just a joyous shock to everyone? Like, or you know, was it expected? And what match was the big one that got you over the hump? <clears throat> Not besides the state finals. Was there one that you was going to be a tough one that, cause you swept the state championship. So was there a tougher match going in or no? Um, I think Mirror Island was honestly better than Baron Collier. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I've got an idea here, Pross. I got some things cooking in my head here with this, uh, with, with coach Forkham. She goes and takes over for Carrie Prude, who's a great coach, a tr built a program. Right? And put them over the hump. Maybe we should send her to Gainesville. Coach football. No. Oh. No, no, no. I'd, I I'd, want, I'd I, give her Billy Napier's job. No, I promise you win no, as many games. No. You're one. I would like a natty in uh, volleyball. Yeah. I'd like to get the shirt. Mary Wise's been there a long time. But what, when she gets to 38 years, we'll send you down there? How about that? All right. Mary gets, Mary's got to be 30, doesn't she? How many years has Mary Wise been there? Oh, yeah. Forever. Sounds like 38 I mean, the year you slide him in. Coach Wise, you've seen her down, right? I mean, she. if you go to the volleyball camp at Florida, you know what that's all about, man. They got a great team. They had injuries this year. They could have won it all. They had terrible injuries. So tell me about the state championship. You've been on the brink before. You're there. You're playing Naples, Baron Collier. Were you confident? Were you nervous? What was it like going into the game? We'll start with Connor. Um, <laughs> I don't want to sound cocky, but I was pretty confident. You're confident. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Just seeing how we would played against all the other teams this year. We stayed on mm -hmm. top of everyone pretty well. Mm -hmm. We maintained our energy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. We dropped a set against Merritt Island, but I wasn't ever really worried. I just knew that we'd come back. Okay. And how about you? How are you guys feeling going into that? We were having our dance parties before the game. because <laughs> oh, you were loose. You were loose and ready to roll. Yeah, so I feel like that got us in the So I guess, I guess what I'm saying, there wasn't an enormity of pressure on yeah, this team. Like, we like haven't, it. you know, we just have never won. We've gotten here before, but we've never won. You didn't feel that at all. I feel like I'm talking to Trinity Christian football. Like, they I knew know. when the season started they were going <laughs> to yeah. win, the way yeah. this is uh, gone. To be the program's first, yeah. it's... We're yeah. just having fun. Having fun. Yeah. Wow. Well, they both had uh, outstanding matches. Um, what do I got here? Uh, and by the way, I guess your little sister did pretty good. Connor, uh, 25 kills. Now, kills are what? You jump up and smash the ball and kill someone? <laughs> yeah. So yes. actually 25 people on the other team died? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. What are kills? When it hits the floor. Oh, yeah. so you just a spike. Boom. Yes. I just got that one. Yes. And then you had double-digit kills as well. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. You guys were totally in control of that. Now, what... What wisdom do you impart on the team as you leave and head to Tampa? What is your message to your sister and to your friend and to the program? Um, to just have fun mm -hmm. and love each other because it goes by a lot faster than... That's, that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. How about you? What are you thinking about? Can you repeat this year? I think we have a chance to, but mm -hmm. we're definitely going to have to step up losing Connor. <laughs> what? Right. What? What? So in the off season, what like you guys play club volleyball? I'm assuming. Where do you play club volleyball? I play at Jacksonville Skyline. Uh huh. And who who do you? OTVA. Okay. Do you play against each other at times? We're in different age groups. Oh, okay. So you don't really play against no. each other. All right. That would be fun. Do to either watch. one of you dream of one day being a libero? 
<laughs> I do love passing. See, okay. she does. Nice. She does love passing as a libero. Who's yes. a better server between you two? I think Brooke had a lot of aces this year. Oh, yeah? We played one game. She got like 10 in a row. <laughs> wow. Really? We That's both awesome. did. <laughs> now, I don't believe liberos get to serve, so that'd be a problem. Oh, yes, they, they serve do. a little bit. Oh, they do. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> now, do you, are you like, do you have that like, do you have the, so you must have that jump serve thing down pretty good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, huh? We both do. You both do? Yes. All right. Who won the, who won the women's national championship in college volleyball this year? It just Te- happened. Texas. Did you go Texas. to it? It was in I Tampa, did. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You did. I did. Did you go? <laughs> no, sir. All right. So what was that like? It was crazy. Yeah. I was not expecting Nebraska to get swept by them. Yeah. Nebraska, yeah. they did that. You, yeah, you 90,000. You were off that week, yeah. but we talked about it here. Yeah, they did the whole, and it was the whole state. It was Nebraska, it was Creighton, it was like a D1 and a high school, a D3 and a high school. But yeah, 90,000 watching them play ball. If Florida played Nebraska in in the swamp. <laughs> they get a lot. 60 grand, maybe? I don't know if they'd get, I don't know if they'd get 60, but I bet they get 30 or 40. Does, does, they have good crowds. Yeah. If Florida yeah. is, at one point was really good in ball. Are they still? Yes. Like, they could have won it all this year. They yeah, beat they everybody at the beginning of the year, but their best player got hurt. Okay. And then two more girls, ladies, got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then they were toast. They that didn't happens. get out of the. Yeah, Same they, as any sport. Yeah. But it was a hard. I mean, like they were re- like, I thought this was going to be her year. Am I wrong here? Am I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't they have a really good player who's might have been the libero. I don't know. The first girl got hurt. Damn, you the know libero that? back again. Huh? Setter? The setter. It was a setter. Yes, yeah. The setter. Who's your setter, by the way? Uh, Olivia Calipo. Shout out, Olivia. <laughs> now, last thing was what we about wrap the libero? Up. Who's the libero? We did her already. We did? Didn't we know you say her name? the libero? Oh, yeah. you said her name? Yeah, she said her name. That's the thing about the libero. Forgettable position. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you have to wear a different jersey. I forgot too, already. That's what my point is. When the libero checks in, do they have to do like this, like a yeah, tackle? Yeah, I know. Like they're tackle eligible? Yeah. I'm kidding. What is your favorite class at Middleburg High School? Shout out to your favorite teacher. Who is it? Uh, Miss Matthews, AP Bio. Oh, look wow. at AP Bio. <laughs> Listen. Man. Yeah, I would have said gym class. Hard classes. Recess. Uh, what do you have? Uh. I've taken Miss Evans' class for the past three years. And oh. She's a math teacher. So it must Love be one of your favorites. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, listen, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, go repeat. Yeah. Clay County's Good first luck state down in champion. Tampa. Now, listen, I'm looking at this list of area state champs. I mean, we don't have – I mean, Middleburg in 23. We had Kenny in 20. For volleyball. Pontevedra in 20, yeah. Pontevedra in 19. Christchurch, Pontevedra, Kenny, Nice, Bishop Kenny, Bowles, Fletcher, and Sandalwood. Sandalwood won in 79. So, there's a long – uh, uh, storied history, but it's great to see Middleburg up there because I know you guys have been so good for so long. And having grown up out there, it must have meant something. Last thing, what did what did winning it all mean to you? Like, what was the when the final? Who got the last kill? Brooke. Brooke. <laughs> when the final kill went down for the victory, what was that moment like? It was crazy. I honestly couldn't believe we just did that. Yeah. 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 And what was it like for you as a, knowing that's your last high school volleyball match? I just rushed to Camden, and I was like... Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it was my last time playing with her. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Congratulations to you guys. Middleburg Volleyball. It's a Lockett Law High School report. Thanks to Lee Lockett. Uh, know before you blow. And uh, we'll, well keep Thanks it for the long drive in. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate yeah. y'all. Congratulations and good luck again next yeah. year. And coaches uh, here and mom in studio with yep. them, too. So Congrats to y'all. Congrats to you as well. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. This Thank is you. The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gookin Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes, sir. Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E.T. is the GOAT producer. 
I mean, shout out to Sammy Nelson on that update as he attacked DJ Ugalele, or however you say his last name, with with a bravado and a passion unlike any other. Great job, Sam. I, I got no problem with that. I, I I still don't know how to say his name, so uh, maybe perhaps at one point I'll, I'll learn as he decides that he's going to go play his last year of football at Florida State University. Before we go any further... Yui Agalele. Yeah, exactly. Uh, e, I'm going to need uh, 60 seconds here uh, on the clock. I've got to uh, take care of something. All right, If cool. you may indulge me here for 60 seconds, 60 Jeffrey. seconds on the clock. 60. 60 seconds? Yes. 56, 55. This Georgia Bulldog report is brought to you by our friend Lee Bags. The Georgia Bulldogs flex their muscle and prove that maybe they are one of the best. No, they didn't maybe. They are one of the best four teams in the country when they went out on – Saturday and dismantled the Florida State Seminoles. They didn't just hang around with them. No, they took care of business like nobody else. Carson Beck only needed to play 30 minutes. The Bulldogs showed off all their different playmakers. They showed off all their five-star kids. They showed off all their football players. They outcoached, outperformed, outsmashed the Florida State Seminoles and beat them by a final score of 63-3 to in an impressive, most biggest route in Orange Bowl history in front of a raucous Bulldog nation and just one loss in the last three years, Georgia proving that they are one of the best teams in the country. That's your Georgia Bulldog report brought to you by Lee Bags. What, what just happened? <laughs> he I just mean, asked me for 60 seconds. I, mean, I charged him some money. I mean, the, 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 I sold it. The, the, the genuine excitement and yeah. joy you had from mm-hmm. spouting all that Georgia superlative was so uncomfortable. It was, it was 49 to 3 at the half. No, 42 to 3. And I was watching the game with some Georgia fans and a couple FSU fans. And uh, we made a bet on the uh, Georgia scoring. He said 66. I said, they're not getting a 66. Okay. Well, they and, didn't, uh, did they? They didn't. They didn't. So why'd you have to pay the but bet? But then he, I, I didn't. I, he, he asked me, he goes, well, why don't you ever talk about Georgia nicely? I go, that's not oh. true. I talk about Georgia mm. nicely all the time. I just proved that to our friendly bags. Shout out. So our, there you go. Our, uh, we each had uh, contending professional teams make trades this weekend. Yeah, I know. So I'll grade yours and you grade mine. Okay. Uh, the, um, uh, well, you, we'll start with mine. It's a little bigger boy. Talking I about think. your baseball trade? Yeah. The, the brace, uh, I, I Vaughn think Grissom for Chris Sale. I. I it's a great trade because there's nothing you're not losing. There's nothing to lose, and if Sale can somehow stay healthy, he can provide. He he probably still has something in the tank, and he can be a third, fourth, fifth guy for you in the rotation, and and can help you. Yeah. So if he goes out in spring training and explodes his arm, well, that stinks. I don't like it at they, all. Um, and I don't know how many times we got to ride a broken down pitcher who's going to suddenly be healthy. We did this with Soroka for four years, Dan. You don't like it. This guy's sale isn't healthy, and when he was, he threw to a 4 2 three. Yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, Vaughn Grissom is a movable piece, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got him under control. Well, then yeah. let's – Let's bide our time. I, I just, I don't, tra- here's why I don't like sale. Uh-huh. Dude's going to not make it through the year. His arm's going to go out. It yeah, does if every gives, time. Yeah, what if he gives you 10 quality stars? I love that if I sign him as a free agent. I'm giving up, like, our, probably our most valuable trade piece. That's why. You, I think, just, so? you think he's a good player? You think Vaughn Grissom is going to be a, Maybe I just, I'm still enamored with him ha- stepping up when he had to and performing. But he had every opportunity to win the this shortstop year, job, do and he couldn't do it. But he's only 22, you know, yeah. 23, yeah. so. Yeah. But... Now, we'll say this. I, I, I read a column where somebody now says this gives the Braves the best rotation in baseball. It's like, this isn't 2012 Chris Sale. Yeah. I mean, Chris Sale has been a 
has just been on the shelf for the last really three years. For I know he, they're telling me he pitched X amount of games last year, but mm-hmm. he, I mean, if you're pitching to an ERA over four, bro, and you're count and that you're kind on that being like the big upgrade for you. Now, I will say this: if Sale is healthy and you add another lefty to go mm-hmm. with Strider and Morton on the right hand side and some of those young guys, but. I will say this. Way too much has been made of the Dodgers and the money they spend and them separating. They are not separate from anybody. The Dodgers are no clear favorite to win the National League. The Braves and other teams will have more than enough for them when time comes. And and Sale does in a short series now. That, that's I think, different. I think the best move by the Braves this offseason, very hidden move, is signing one of these bullpen guys that you signed who had the best war in baseball last year. Yeah. Better than Josh Hader. And so you gave him a three-year deal. Is that Bummer? Which one? No, it's uh, is there a Lopez? Yeah, Lopez. Did you sign a Lopez? Reynaldo Lopez. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm looking at all the available because I'm still waiting on the Mets to do. God, they've done nothing, have they? Uh, but um, I'm looking at all the, all the uh, bullpen guys, and we signed all the guys who have a like a minus one WAR. Yeah, and maybe one of them sorts out and is good, because bullpen guys are year to year. But you sign guys who are have good wars. And so I'm like, well, more advantage to a team that's already better than us. So that doesn't excite me at all. And I, I'm shocked made that the Mets – is there anyone left? I mean, what, what yeah, is the dream – to do. What's the dream scenario now for a Mets fan that the, big, the biggest of the names are gone? Well, you got to sign the other Japanese pitcher. You probably okay. want to get him. Um, but the, there's no guarantee on that. Uh, you've got – to me, if you're the Mets, you've got to add – Still got to add two more arms as starters, potential starters, and a bat. Who are those starters that are? We got sale, and I've shut it down. Yeah, I mean, there's is it just a. Is it I, who? Who's there? Anyone? Is it yeah, the, there's, is Flaherty there's, there? there? No, there's guys. There's just guys. Yeah, but that's all you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went. At, you went all in on Yamamoto, which I'm okay with not going all in on. Well, there's Snell and Montgomery, but you're not. The Mets I, aren't going after those guys. I, I wouldn't. are not going to pay. Snell is the most overrated player in. In pro sports, dude. Two-time Cy Young. Yeah, two two gracious gifts of Cy Youngs because if you're a starter and you can't Mm -hmm. go more than six innings, you're not the Cy Young. I'm sorry. I'll take a guy with a higher ERA who's giving me some innings and some outs. Yeah, I... I, That's me. I don't know. Like, Giolito was out there and he went to the Red Sox. That's what got the Mets fans... And again, do you pay thirty-eight million for that guy when he pitched last year? At the end, he wasn't I, very good. Yeah. I mean, you just is he the one that got traded to the Dodgers and then was are the Angels and then yes. just melted down? Yeah, and then yeah. he went again. Did he end then up with again. the Guardians though? Or and then he, no, well, then he went. To, he ended up with like another two teams after yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, again, you gotta, but you gotta do something. I mean, we're not good enough. And then your thoughts on I no I th- OG uh, Ananobi. Oh, yeah, I I don't think Ananobi is is like a big name. I think for your team, I've never been an R.J. Barrett guy. So, mm-hmm. to me, you got a little bit of addition by subtraction. I was surprised that you included quickly in the deal because I think he's been kind of a nice mm-hmm. change-up mm-hmm. uh, insurance piece for you, a guy who could go for 30 on any given night. But Ananobi gives the Knicks something that they don't have a lot of, which is that he, they, he gives them a, like a legit lockdown perimeter defender against like the big boys of the league. And by yeah. that, I mean the dudes that stand 6'5 to 6'9". You know, he gives you a guy who legitimately is as good as anyone. He and plays defense. Yeah, and you're also going to look. You don't. Do you, do you need? Uh, do you really need Barrett's offensive no. intensity? Because between Brunson and Randall, those guys are shooting plenty of balls. Right, and they're good players and they're good scorers. Right. So yeah, I think it's a nice move. I think the Knicks are sneaky. 
Damn, I think they're sneaky, dangerous. I'd be I interesting just, to see if they did. They all say there's going to be another move, and it'll be interesting to see if talking they do. Talking about my it. guy, weren't you? Yeah, DeJounte. DeJounte Murray. There's some talk about it. They didn't lose any of the, They only gave up a second round pick, so that's why I think they included quickly. And I guess quickly turned down a deal last year, and so he wants big money, and so the Knicks weren't prepared to give him that kind of money. I liked quickly. I, I really respect RJ. He just, he just wasn't quite good enough. They did beat the T-Wolves yesterday in Ananobi's first game, so that was exciting. Um, he had a good game, too. Yeah, like 17, which is what he does. He's came from Toronto. He's like the poor man Siakam. Yeah, the problem is, the only thing is, and apparently he wants to be in New York by all accounts, okay. and there's a relation there, but he is a free agent at the end of this year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you got to sign him. Ugh. You know, you can't not sign him. So it'll be... Uh, well, one other bit of uh, NBA news. A lot of people don't realize this, but did you know the Hawks actually drafted Luka Doncic and then traded him? They did. Yeah. You and you. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah, that's that was kind of odd. Trey Young leads the league in assists. He gets just like no, they hate him. Like he doesn't even get like fourth team anything. It's weird. It is weird. He's, oh, he, he leads deserves the league in assists. Yes, he wow. every every year. Yeah. He's got over ten assists. Yeah, He's I, a league leader in assists. I remember when assists used to be like a huge stat. You're right. Like, that's crazy. Now it's all. Enough. I guess it's just all about the scoring. The NBA's up and down this year, man. I mean, if you're not paying attention, you might be surprised to look and see the Minnesota Timberwolves and Oklahoma City Thunder leading the West. Yeah, and you also might be surprised that like, like the the best new player out there to me is that Halliburton kid from Indiana. Oh yeah, like he he started 20. coming on last year. Yeah, he had like 23 assists against yeah. the Knicks the other night. He did 20 and 22 games and in a row. And he does it like without turning the ball yeah, over. He had two two games in a row he had yeah. 20 20 and zero turnovers. Yeah. Um, and the Celtics haven't lost at home yet. But the I don't Pacers think. are only 18 and, and the Pistons broke their streak. Yeah. Shout out Detroit. I will say this. Do you watch any of the <laughs> the Van Pelt Sports Center when they do like winners? Have you ever seen that? He does with Stanford C. They do. A, they pick games for the weekend, and Van Pelt does the college and NFL, mm-hmm. and Stanford Steve, who does like some of their game day stuff, will throw in one. But he went off the board, and he said, "Put the Pistons on the money line Saturday night against Toronto." Oh, and they won, right. so he got uh, one right there. You know that that Halliburton. It's one of those rare situations where I'm. Well, maybe it's not that rare, but that was a good trade for both. Yeah. Halliburton was with Sacramento, who has De'Aaron Fox. They don't need him, right? And that Sabonis is a hell of a player, too. Yeah. Yeah, all-star. It, yeah, Indy traded Sabonis for Halliburton. It's worked out perfect. Both they each needed that, that. And they're both very good teams. They're both about 18, 19, and 14 in the middle of the pack in their conferences. So. And the Lakers, once again, will just be a team. Yeah, E doesn't like to hear yeah, you say that's that. That's a they're, shot, bro. They're 500 team. They're they're insignificant. I got a Laker jersey for, for Christmas. You did? Yeah. Well, the Hawks have won one. How about the Vince Carter shirt? Did my you Laker, wear that? My Laker jersey fits. <laughs> the Hawks have won. Uh, the Hawks have won one in a row. Can I get the fifty so, bucks back? Uh, we're, the, the Hawks have won one in a row, so we're excited to be within a game of the Bulls for the tenth spot. You know, to get into that. Then all we got. Then all we got to do is beat the nine, and then the seven, eight loser, and we're in. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, which would include the Knicks, by the way, yeah. down there. Now at uh, yeah, eighteen and fifteen, you're now in the eight hole. Yeah, it's tough, man. Cleveland They're, too. I thought Cleveland was supposed to be good. They're already talking about trading Donovan Mitchell. Is he, are things going wrong there? I guess they're just not. Just they, it's not know. what they thought, and the price Maybe. tag, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who the Knicks are going to get, but I think they're going to get one more person, and we'll see. But hopefully, they get somebody because I don't think. Obviously, they're still not good enough to. Again, you want to chase. There's a lot of good teams in the East. I mean, Orlando, Miami, mm-hmm. Indiana, mm-hmm. Cleveland, New York are all good teams. Yeah, I but, agree with that. But they're not great teams. The Celtics, the Bucks, and maybe the Sixers. And well, there's also Sixers there's, are right, but yeah. Uh, there's, there's also this, this, which is odd from the East. 
and with all with all due harassment of my of my ball club. Yes. Both Atlanta and Toronto can get you. They're both six oh, yeah. or seven under, but like Atlanta and Toronto can beat Milwaukee and Boston and Philly and some of the great, you know, the good teams. So yeah, my team's weird too. They'd be good teams lose to bad. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I hate them. Mm-hmm. I do. I hate I know them. You do. I hate them bad. All right, college football playoffs last night. They uh, go to the undefeateds, you know, and yeah. I think I think most thought the one loss teams would win. By the way, again, let me remind everybody when with the discussion, well, how come Michigan and Washington weren't under the microscope? Well, they were undefeated like FSU. They haven't done much. Well, they both won their games. I could also use that as an argument of that's exactly why FSU should have been in. Because no those are two undefeateds that people didn't quote I believe think, in. I think if I was – I think if I was FSU fan, whether they weren't, I, I still don't think they're one of the best four. I think they deserve to be, and I don't think they're one of the best four. But I will say this. I'll make it crystal clear. If they had Jordan Travis, I think they could have won the whole thing. I, I agree with that. and I and I don't know if they would have, and, and but I, they could have. And I, and I, not just for argument's sake, mm-hmm. I really, really disagree strongly mm-hmm. With just the assertion that they're not one of the best four, I That's think you take it away from that defense. And I, yeah. I, I watching, I didn't see. I, now Washington probably would have been a worse matchup for them. I think they could play with Michigan in their current state. Now, not the state that they took into the Georgia game, like Georgia's. No, no, no. But again, you're telling me that you think FSU with Tate Rodemaker was going to beat Michigan. I'm telling you that they could have beat Michigan. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. That's yeah. fine. And that's the thing. We'll never know. Right. It's unfortunate, but again. Because, again, it would be t- like they'd have to win 10-7, Dan, sure. or 10-9. I'm, yeah. That's what I'm baking. Oh, yeah. I'm baking on them beating them like Oklahoma beat yeah. FSU. Yeah. Right? In yeah. that national title game. That was There was no business beating FSU. FSU was a big favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oklahoma had not much offense. Yeah, 13-2. Yeah, beat them with defense. Yeah, they did. And yeah, so it's did. just it's just unfair. Again, it's not just that FSU has 21 more players, but they've got three of those 21 who you might find in first rounds of NFL mock drafts. So they're very good in other places. It wasn't just oh yeah, they're not Jaden Daniels and LSU like him, and then nothing else. They play defense this year. And who's that, playing quarterback for Miami next year? Miami uh, Hurricanes. Um, I had, are they in the portal? I mean, what are they doing? I mean, I they tried to get the Ward kid. They tried to get, I mean. Yeah, Van Dyke's leaving. They tried to get K.J. Jefferson. He's going to UCF. Boy, you're you losing players to UCF, huh? Is that where we're at? I mean, and not, this isn't a Miami. I'm just saying in general. I saw K.J. Jefferson's QBR over his career 70. Is that good? Really enough? high, yeah, for the QBR yeah. uh, number. That's really high. Yeah. I, a Gator fan, I'll tell you, he's. Freaking Cam Newton. You know, Billy Napier thinks K.J. Jefferson's can't. By the way, good luck against UCF now and get round two. Well, they better. Yeah. yeah. Just pre- if I'm UCF, by the way, I put on the Arkansas tape and I say, just go beat these, you know. Yeah, you got to run. Dumbos with just the same play. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, Florida's offseason just gets worse and worse, Hick. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's getting worse or worse. I think it's. You know, I think they'll add more than the transfer portal, and hopefully the players they get in are better than the ones who started on a lousy team last year. But I don't know. They've, yeah. they've, they've made some moves. Uh, we'll see if the OC comes in. Now, Liberty, as season is over, there was a lot of rumor about Willie Korn being the new OC. I don't dis- – listen, the OC problem is far less to me than the special teams problem. But, I mean, I thought Napier 
you know, was okay calling plays there towards the end. I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. So I, I, that's not the biggest issue to me. There are a lot of issues that need to be fixed, though, obviously, down there. But uh, the whole thing is he's got to win this year. It's, it's real simple. It's not that complicated. If he doesn't win, he ain't going to be there. So. He just, I feel like, I feel like I, I, I can sense, I can look forward to feeling like I feel with the Jaguars team right now. And we had a GM who refused to make us better in the offseason. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here with Billy Napier, and I don't feel like we're better. I feel like we may, because of youth and turnover, take a step further back next year. And I just don't know if this guy understands that that's not his timeline. He can't, you know, at some point you got to be a little desperate. And I, I know he's yeah. comfortable with, with the, you know, the job that he's been given and the support that he has. Yeah, he's kidding himself. He thinks he can go out there and go four and eight. Oh, yeah, he can't. I just feel like they're, I, I feel worse. I mean, I feel like the rock. I don't feel we're any better. I, I just that's that's tough when you're already five and seven. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see, and that doesn't mean I'm right, by the way. But uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll rock and roll and do the uh, last segment. Uh, it's maybe see what's trending Tuesday here on the drill. See what else is going on. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Big toys for big boys. So much more. You can count on a Catlin. Oh, just they're they're rebel yelling over there. Catlin Truck Accessories after that big Peach Bowl win. Uh, over uh, Penn State for Ole Miss. But you know, when it comes to you, you can just count on the truck accessories. No one does it better. Take it from truck guy and that roll and lock bed cover. It's Catlin Truck Accessories. Mm. Man, I tell you what, I was working New Year's Eve on Sunday. And I got to say, man, I watched, I was at work, so I had the TVs on. I had the football game on one channel. But on the other channel, I had this Nashville rocking New Year's Eve. And if you like country music, I mean, I rang it. I stayed up till 1 a.m. I was rocking and rolling with Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, Sunday night. Yeah, New yeah. Year, whatever New Year's yeah. Eve was. Yeah, Sunday night. It was great, man. It was uh, good for you. I was yeah. asleep by 1030. I got to say, I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed, uh, you know, Dick Clark. Well, I don't think it's with us anymore. I was watching the, the <laughs> Packers uh, because of the uh, because of the Friday five pack uh, wagers, which mm. takes us to the uncomfortable portion of the program here. Yes, we just alert the affiliates, the listeners, the Googans on where things stand. It's over. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dan is going to be going to warm up that right arm. He'll spin mm. not once but twice. Mm. Uh, befuddled by the sack bet, the Jags just went crashing in six times on Sunday. So. I mean, obviously, I nailed that bet. They're going to end up with forty something. Yeah. Um. And and then the five pack just uh, fell too far behind. And I I I so I just a couple questions about this. Which stings more, the, the five, five pack. pack? Because you have such... I did the I did the sack bet because it was three to one odds. Yeah, I mean, right. I I got to take that every time. I'll do it again next year. I okay, mean, for thirty five, I'll go ahead and and do it again. Huh? I'll do it again well, for thirty five. No, a lot has to happen in okay. the off season, but I mean. It, I mean if, if Balky hasn't learned his lesson now that we yeah, need more pass right. rushers. The problem with Balky is he seems to not really be about making the team better in the yeah, offseason. But that's anyway, kind of a problem. But um, we'll see. Yeah, no, I'll But yeah, I'll, lo- loser on both. So yeah, the wheels just gonna be just gonna be five. I guess Kat's gonna come in here all gleeful and joyous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now we just wait time. Now I just nervously wait for me personally. Mm-hmm. I just nervously wait on March Madness and hope like heck I don't, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't blow the bracket and because I don't want to say anything. Yeah. And I don't want to jinx myself in any way. Mm-hmm. This is not a brag. I mean, in some cases, it's just been because I haven't been last, not because I've won anything. <laughs> right. But I don't think I've spun till I, since I ran that mile, have I? Don't know. That's yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> it's been a while, man. 
And I didn't like it. I like it that way. Yeah, and I, I, yeah you haven't there was, since I've been here. There was a time it, it, not that long ago this fall where I <laughs> honest, honestly thought I was going to be spending four times in January. Ooh, man. Right? Excuse me. I was getting Thank very bad. I was getting I was getting crushed. I was at 1.12 behind Dan in the five-pack. Yeah, what was the lowest you've been? I was minus seven, and they were Ooh. like plus eight or something, Ooh. plus six. Or I was getting killed. Mm-hmm. And then the sack bet, we had that zero one back to back, and I was below, <laughs> you know, projections. But somehow, you know, thankfully, I, the I, I don't feel bad about the sack. It bet. was close. It was, it was close the whole bet. way. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was. Uh, I don't like. I don't like like sort of rooting against the Jags in that respect. So that was the fun you. part. But it was. Uh, I'd make that bet again. Like I said, I didn't, feel, I didn't feel. I didn't feel next like, year it should probably be forty. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I'm I gonna... will say this. None, even getting to 35, I didn't see, you know, Josh Allen with a franchise record. And, and you know, yeah. I did say this in fairness, okay? <clears throat> it's not fair to say any of the following things. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the only play he makes in a game. Or, well, he didn't have many pressures. Or, mm-hmm. well, he wasn't great in this and that. Trayvon Walker has nine sacks. Nine. Yeah. There is no but. He got nine because here's why. We scream when they tell us he does everything else, but he doesn't get sacks. Yeah. Sacks are what matter. Dude's got nine. Yeah. I'll say this. And I'll stand by this. The problem with having Trayvon Walker, and I'm happy that he got nine sacks. and he's, he he's may a, get ten. He's a good football player. He really is. He's not as good as Hutch. And if we had had Hutch the last two years... I don't know how much farther we okay. could have gone, but maybe we could have That's been fair. better. Not as good a pass These two sure. years. Yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Hutch yet. He, You know, the thing oh, about yet? the thing about watching uh-huh. Hutch the other night, though, did you see the move the other night when Hutch did the spin move? Yeah, he got It's like Trayvon doesn't have those moves, man. Yeah. And he spent last offseason, remember, trying to perfect those? Well, he didn't. He still just, he wins by just overpowering his guy and getting there. Yeah. So. I think we would have been a much better football team, and Trayvon Walker would have had seven, eight, nine sacks. Playing from inside Said, and adding a veteran well, pass rusher on the outside. Well, for and I sure. I think we would have yeah. had a heck of a team. All, all that, also true. Yeah. But my point is for those of us that, you know, have killed the Trayvon Walker pick, yeah. he does have nine sacks, and that matters even if you didn't do it. Yes. Now, look, Vic Beasley had a year. He had 16 and a half sacks, and he got to the quarterback like 19 times. He just right. got him every time. I don't think Trayvon did that. I think he, I think he and Allen are okay. I the interior guys like underperform. I think he's again, and I, you're right. I don't want to get yeah. in, but I think he's like forty something in pressures. That's what I mean. Forty seven. But but if he's first in pressures and has four sacks, we say correct. Ah. correct. Oh, correct. so give me give me those nine sacks and what they meant this year. All right, let's see what's trending. Brought to you by Pet Paradise. Um, uh, listen, the holidays are through. Hopefully, you got your, you know, you get you got all your reservations for Pet Paradise taken care of ahead of time. Uh, you know, there's no law says you can't go ahead and. When you're planning out your year, make sure you're including uh, Pet Paradise in everything that you do. Pet Paradise is the ultimate home away from home for your four-leg family member. They also have nine Northeast Florida locations. And so you get everything in the Pet uh, Paradise location near you. All their needs under one roof, from a fresh cut and style to a space to play all day. To find your nearest location, go to PetParadise.com. Number five. Uh, first and foremost, man, prayers out to everybody out there in Japan, man. Oh, man. A powerful earthquake hit. And then it doubled back with a tsunami out there in uh, New Year's Day, man. I tell you what, man. Well, I'll, I'll triple that with uh-huh. a Japan airline plane carrying nearly 400 passengers bursting into flames after a collision. Uh, mm. But they got most of them off. It says five crew members killed. It's a, But, I mean, the, the, the plane itself is an inferno. Sheesh. Yeah, so it collided with a Coast Guard jet. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's here, and that's where is that? Japan. Oh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. because of the earthquake. I, no, I collided just, with a Coast Guard yeah. jet. <laughs> they didn't have anything to do with each other, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. But all Number 379 four. people on the plane managed to escape. Bad day for Japan. Despite the jet becoming fully engulfed. I mean, it was, I mean, it's burning. It was, ugh. Oh, this next one here, it, uh, it really uh, warmed my cockles. Oh, oh, yes. Cannabis sales to reach $37 billion. Cannabis? Yep. Mm. In the next, uh, I think $25 billion is in the bud zone on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Oh, we didn't touch on this, man, but my boy got robbed on his birthday, man. Who's that? LeBron James. What do you mean he got robbed? Oh, you, so uh, literally robbed? Yeah. Well, not literally. So there was a a, a shot. Was it? A oh lot? yeah. The, the shot where his foot hey, was on the line. Couldn't turn that over. Sorry. Oh man. Too so, close. It, it was extremely close. Very close. A three point shot. LeBron James. Yeah, I saw it. He was game. on the line, and then he said he wasn't. He wasn't on the line. He was <laughs> on the line, bro. <laughs> this is what's wrong with stands, man. No, they run not, it. If anything, I'm not a stand. You're a LeBron stand, I, brother. I call LeBron out all the time. <laughs> his foot wasn't. His foot was on the line. <laughs> <laughs> it hit the line. <laughs> Kind of, uh, they live at the part where he twists it to the right just a little bit before he puts that shot up. LeBron wants to talk about just what it looked like until that point. So, <laughs> number two, the, number two. Uh, the top, the top and the worst three stadiums in NFL were released, gentlemen. The, the what yeah. now? The, the three top, worst. The three worst and the three okay. best. Okay, okay, right. give them to me. Uh, at number three for the worst, mm-hmm. Buffalo's Highmark. Yeah, well, they're, they're getting a new one. Getting so. a new one. Um, number two, mm-hmm. FedEx Field. Yeah, it's a dump. And number one was MetLife. I was kind of, I thought number two would have been. They hate MetLife because of the field. The players hate uh, the, the, the yeah, field. So, but I don't, I've been to MetLife. I mean, I haven't been to MetLife in a lot of years. I enjoy, At the time, uh, it was like a new stadium. Uh-huh. I enjoyed Kirk Cousins and his son shirtless doing the uh, Yeah, skull. that was interesting. <laughs> Let me tell you what I didn't enjoy at the games. The ugliest owner in the league. I mean, this dude's butt ugly, this uh-huh. David Tepper. Uh-huh. Okay, I understand what I'm saying. Look, I mean, we're not all the most beautiful people in the world. Uh-huh. This dude's a billionaire. He ought to be able to go to some sort of plastic surgeon, mm. make him not so ugly. Oh, dear. But uh, uglier on the inside. Oh, and uh, and he should be oh, he should be banned from returning to our stadium. The NFL should come down with some sort of punishment. But it's not really like like owner quality to take a drink and to throw it on the fans. Yeah, I don't care what crap, they're saying man. to you. They're the fans. You're the owner. Okay, so. E, what were the three best? It, it makes you like, maybe not like rich people. Let <laughs> temper added. Number other. three was a Active. SoFi. Uh-huh. Number well. two, U.S. Bank. Yeah. And number one is Arrowhead. Okay, so U.S. Bank. Arrowhead. Arrowhead. That's what I say, Arrowhead. That's crazy. Right. No, that's, okay. I like Arrowhead, but. It's- no, it's not one of the better stadiums. It's still way, it's, it's, it's like Jack's needs replaced. What, what is U.S. Bank? Which one is that's that? That's Minnesota. Okay. That's where Hutch was, or where uh, uh, Kirk Cousins was. This is a funny story that's trending on social media. So Carlos Boozer, he rented his house out for $95,000 a month to the one and only artist formerly known as Prince. So he just built this house. Mm -hmm. He bought it for $8 million. Mm -hmm. But this is while he was playing in Utah. He went back to Utah. He got hurt. So he wanted to go to his house. So he went to visit his house. Mm-hmm. Prince totally, he changed all the decorations. He changed everything. The black rug. All, he said he spent over like $20,000 in, in renovating everything. Yeah, Prince took all that out. Mm-hmm. He called Prince. like, you know what, man? I'm going to sue you. This, that, and the third. Prince told him, hey, man, don't worry about it. Wired him a $500,000 check. Everything was smooth from there. <laughs> everything was smooth from there. 95000 a month to rent out that house. Wow. And by mm-hmm. the way, the, the Japanese plane hit the, hit the Coast Guard plane on the ground. That's why I thought it was... Mm-hmm. 
could have been related to the earthquake. See what I'm saying? Oh, oh okay. They weren't in the air. It was that's on the ground. So that's why I'm saying, was he taking off in mm-hmm. the earthquake? But mm-hmm. I didn't. And that's what's true. I'd rather just get laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Pet Paradise. Go to PetParadise.com. Don't settle for the imitators. Go for the innovator with locations all over Jacksonville area, all over the southeast. It's Pet Paradise and PetParadise.com. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit TireOutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Hello, Michael. Hi, good morning. You got uh, Jeff Lagerman here. I do. You got a Victory Tuesday. Victory Check Tuesday. Check the tape Tuesday combine. Good way to start the year. Yeah. We yeah. have not had one in a while. Got a nice shutout. A shutout's good in the NFL. I like shutouts. Only, nine, only nine in team history. Two this year. Yeah. 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 I would have taken seven to six, you know? Sure. I mean, but you feel better about the way they played now. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot more confidence from the fan base heading up to Nashville. Needed to stop the bleeding, man, in the worst I had way. To, had to get a win regardless, yeah, yeah. but to do it in thoroughly dominant fashion didn't hurt. I mean, look, they're an NFL team that put up 30 points the week before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so against the Green Bay team that looked pretty good. That's, man, it just so... Tells you how the league is week, week to week. week. It just is. I yeah. mean, we say it's a, it's a cliche, but it's absolutely true. Like, I think the Jags are going to win Sunday, but I'll bet you, like, like it, would it shock you if Carolina upset Tampa Bay at home? No. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. No, you know, that, I, that I think, division I has the, a lot of get that, the, get the Falcons, the division that way. Yeah. Somehow the Atlanta Falcons, if they beat New Orleans and Carol, and Tampa loses yeah. wins the division, they're terrible. Do they, think, yeah, they have to beat New Orleans. Right, yeah, right. They play New Orleans. The winner right. of the, it's right. just like the AFC South. If the division leader loses, right. the yeah. winner of that other game wins the division. All right, well, you got logs. What else you got cooking? Uh, what else do we need, That's man? Need, Check huh? the tape, Victory yeah. Tuesday. Tony's on assignment. Good way to start the year. Nice. So, let's go. Let's go. All right. dub. Have a great show. Mike and uh, Jeff Lockman coming up. Happy New Year. Jaguars today, momentarily. E! Now, today's takeaways. Brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeffrey? My takeaway is I'm somewhat shocked that they're throwing around Christian Kirk's name as, you know, the potential to play this year. It certainly looked like that was a – but at the same time, I take away – we are a mess at the receiver position with Jamal Agnew now out for the year with a broken leg. I, yeah. Look, Agnew is kind of a stretch to put him in the in the role we need him to play in. But if you got no, and, and maybe Zay Jones returns, he's been banged up all year. It's hard to imagine him, you know, to have sustained health. And that's kind of a storyline here that that, that 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 group, even with Ridley, is not as in good a shape and not playing like they were this time last year. E! 20 targets for Evan Ingram this week, man. Let's go ahead and break that record. Oh, my goodness. 20 targets. Shout out, Evan Ingram. 104 receptions this year. Uh, well done. Josh Allen, 16 and a half sacks. Foy Luakon trying to win his third straight tackle title. Uh, good luck to him as well. Jags going to Nashville to play at the House of All Horrors. right. It's been a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Thank you so much for being with us. Jaguars today is coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.